Have fun, Eddie. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on my side, everybody was on for three. Chris and I were on for one and two as well. No, no, he'll uh, he'll talk about how it's never right whenever I'm not doing it. So that's what he does all the time. I don't know what he hears. I think so. he just looks for a reason to bitch at me. It's probably. I mean, it's okay. We are I your friends, it. so I I he's on it. vacation. <laughs> accepted uh yeah so this news that we got first is actually some news that happened like for last week's podcast but i wanted to get everybody on here but then eddie was like oh i'm not gonna be on there i was like well fuck it you don't get to talk about sora then so (laughs) (laughs) so we got uh the fucking the big news it was finally the the final smash reveal ever there will never be another one don't ask sakurai for shit anymore He's giving you everything you wanted, but you'll still bitch about it. <laughs> Corey, you are 100% yeah. right. Sakurai absolutely has a spray tan. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Absolutely. Because <laughs> like, I was like, mm, I've seen that on a president before, so I think I know what it looks like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but no, like, it was the big, like, it was a cool reveal. Like, we kind of, like, seemed like it was all, like, a flashback, like, all these reveals were a flashback to the first reveal where the squid kid looks up and it's just like this fucking foreboding smash symbol looming over. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, in, in all considerations, I'm not super surprised that it was Sora. I was hoping that it wasn't just so that it can stick one more to the fucking smash bitch babies. Just, just one last time. Uh, but I mean, like, it's, shut up and let people have things. It's cool. It's good. No, 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 I'm I'm fine with people having things. I'm 100% fine with people having things. This is a game that I don't really play anyway, so why It's not a fighting game, so. Why? No, 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 no. It it's it's a fighting game. It's a platform fighter, but it's not something that I personally would ever play or willingly play of my own volition on my own. That that one right here, it's it's showing on the fucking the newsroom right here, the Doom Slayer Gunner for the yeah. the Me Gunner. That one hurt a little bit because I really did want to see uh, the Doom Slayer as an actual character. I mean, at least we got that. Like, mm-hmm. we could have got nothing. So that is true. Uh, I mean, in all consideration, including Sora, like there was nobody else I can think of that, like they should have put in as the the last character because had they not put in Sora. Everyone would have bitched. Everybody would have fucking bitched. If it wouldn't have been like, like, if it should, it, I just was wanting it to be like something stupid, like just a job, like Waddle D. There you go. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> just to piss everybody off. One question off. mark block. I was, I was <laughs> really like, I, I was thinking in the back of my mind, like, what stupid ass fucking bullshit can Nintendo pull? As, like, their yeah. last character. Like, some sort of legacy fucking shit that we have never even thought of. It's Toad. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Straight up Toad. That's all it is. Toad has had enough. The introduction is, like, Toad no longer letting Peach fucking use him as a body shield. Yeah, what was that? Like, that's like a quick counter or something like that mm-hmm. she uses with him. It's, I, do we know if Peach, is Peach still top tier? Or is that shit flew the coop a long no, time ago? She hasn't been since melee because she her hover 
in melee was infinite. She could just literally levitate forever unless you interrupted it's it not, somehow. So for, for ultimate, Peach was considered one of the better characters in the game. Peach, Daisy, yeah, she came Shulk, uh, Pikachu, and Joker goes back and forth as being the, the top character in the game. Uh, from what I understand, this meta snake is also really fucking strong. Wario... I think was for a while and then got nerfed. Have you ever watched a good snake player? Yeah, no, it's disgusting. It's insane. It's, it's disgusting. It's resource management. The game is what it is. Essentially, yeah. it's just it like it, it's so weird because one like Smash is so different from any other traditional fighting game, where it's mm -hmm. just like Snake is controlling the board. He's not like an in-your-face fighter. It's how many stupid fucking bullshits can I throw around He's a this zoner. stage? <laughs> It's not even like a zoner because he's like putting he's a bombs. Camper, almost. Yeah, he's a camper. <laughs> he's like he's putting bombs in mines in like different locations. It's just like go ahead, step somewhere. I fucking dare you. <laughs> yeah, I tried to get good with a uh, duck hunt dog, and I realized how technical they are, and I couldn't really do it. Yeah, I'm duck too, hunt. Duck crazy. hunt was a was a difficult character to fucking get Pac into. Pac Man a little bit too because of the like that that what is it the charge B move like. You could choose different Namco icons or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right. there was one that was like, uh, like almost on par with Luigi's stupid kick at some point. One of the items. I think he it could was like the bell butt. or some shit like that. I don't know. I know what you're yeah. talking about though. Each... I like those characters though. <laughs> so like in Smash Four, it was just like the longer that you waited, the more powerful the item got. But in Ultimate, now each of those different items has their own like attribute or ability yeah. or some shit like that so like i think one of them was a banana peel you, you slip and shit i throw the fucking uh i think there was like a spaceship and it like yeah, went yeah into from a Galaga. loop and it like yeah. it would automatically launch you some some nonsense like that it's fucking weird to see a the yeah. mickey symbol in smash that's though. all you're gonna get that's all they paid for yep or that's as much as they paid for like, cause it is front and center once that keyblade gets revealed. Yep, <laughs> that was probably that was probably a partial fuck you from Nintendo saying like, yeah, we fucking got this in there. We're gonna show it for a solid. <laughs> we spent seconds, so much know? money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, good for him. Uh, I didn't see much of the gameplay. Uh, I don't know really how he plays. Did you? He check out is first? a very easy baby shit simple character. Okay. Yeah. He's gonna, like, he's gonna be like the Mario of Fire Emblem characters. You know what I mean? The, like the well, the Mario. The Mario is the every fighter. Like anybody can play as him, but he's not great. But right. you know, Sora. They want to make sure that everybody can hop in, especially because people are literally it's gonna the buy a Switch now. Too. For it's him, the last one. Everybody Smash, wanted him. Yeah. Like yeah. from the high skill players to the fucking casuals, and it was Sakurai. Ma like makes a point of it in the video. I don't know if he actually did the character breakdown in the reveal, or if he did another. Um, there was a separate showing. There's a separate one, uh, but he was just so. like the last four characters that we revealed for season two were very technical. You had Sephiroth, you had Min Min, you had, I don't know, I don't remember the other two characters, but all the other characters, oh, Kazuya, all the characters were very, very technical. And like, mm -hmm. there was a lot of like button presses that you had to do. Like fucking, there was like an eight hit combo that Kazuya does. Um, Sora <laughs> is hit the A button once, twice, or three times. That's hey. the character. You've that sounds your, like my kind of character. You got your uppercut, <laughs> you got your counter, you have your dash, and then you have your projectile. 
He is as Shoto as Shoto gets. And the only... Chris, once, twice, three times a lady. What, what, Corey? You know I'm going to make you play Kingdom Hearts on the channel, right? Because <laughs> I've never played a Kingdom Hearts game, ever. I know nothing about the lore. I just know it's fucked. That's all I know. We got to talk about that because... <laughs> <laughs> Fine, me and Eddie will do it. Because my buddy Fat Juice... Uh oh! It's fine. Fat Juice just completed a year-long journey playing every single game in the series. Ew! I didn't say that. Okay, that's <laughs> that's okay. If we just pick one of them, I know what one I'm going to pick. But I would say we'd have to pick with the first one, but I don't know. We'll we'll talk about it. We'll yeah, see. We'll, we'll talk about that one. But as far as this character is concerned, Scotty is right. It's very it's the everyman character. The only difference is is that he's ex- incredibly floaty. He is kind of strong like he does quite a, a fair bit of damage um but he 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 kind of gets thrown off the fucking board real fucking quick so he's yeah. his uh his weight management and how much how many hits that he takes is uh from what i understand l- very low so i used to play little mac i know what that feels like so <laughs> his shoes are just balloons let's mm-hmm. yeah he's just uh, I mean, it's the peter pan shit he's got so sakurai also mentioned that this was um originally he won the vote back with melee not melee uh what was the one on Wii? Uh, brawl. Was, was it just called brawl um i, I don't remember, I don't remember which one. him saying that <laughs> i remember he did the character vote for ultimate that everyone voted like I, I remember like uh, I voted whichever. like Shovel Knight or Shantae or some shit like that. And he yeah. won that one. But they oh, okay. have apparently been in negotiations to get Sora for ages because Disney yeah, holds shock. their IPs very, very close to their chest. So I mean good on them. They got Jesus, the his character. recovery jump is Oh, his recovery crazy. is insane. His regular jumps are crazy. It's like Yoshi almost there. Oh, he said, yeah, it's saying right now that his biggest, wow, Isabel is heavier than him. <laughs> yeah, he's, I think he's one of the lightest characters in the game. Like, oh, yeah. sense. his shoes are filled with helium. Yep. He just floats, <laughs> man. He's just constantly farting. Just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so does this mean Sakurai can finally fucking rest? Yeah. Is he finally, can he Honestly, just go lie down in the grave? Yeah, Sakurai's going to take a power nap, which for him is a week. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> what happens after smash like dead serious i don't know he's been working what... on it for so long this has Nothing, been like their, their baby need to be in it they can keep the doing last... it it doesn't have to have sakurai though uh, so i agree with you but i think that every single super smash brothers that they've had and come out with there was always uh an attempt to one up the next entry in the series mm-hmm. i don't know where you go from here because one, at the very beginning of the series, they were like, everyone is here. And then two, when they were adding DLC characters, they were just like, fuck it. Let's just bring everybody. Every Fucking single banjo, major like... IP is represented in Smash. Like, yeah. Yep. It's him. It's yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't like I said, where they go from here, I don't know. I think that if there was ever like the the sequel to the Switch, and they were just like, we have to have a Super Smash Brothers game in it, just port the game over and be yeah, done. Yeah, I with mean, it. I don't know what else you could. It's like with Mario Kart Eight, like Deluxe. I don't know how you do better. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know where you would go from here. Same with Smash Ultimate. Like, you're already the in only space. Thing would be is if you doubled That's the, the roster final even fucking more. frontier. 
I don't know, make a real fighting game with like life bars and super <laughs> meters and shit like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Now I will buy the all the DLC packs. Now that I know the final character is done, mm-hmm. so I won't have to fucking keep buying DLC packs. I don't think I'll ever own this game. You don't have this? Nope. Uh, Wait, when I thought I... you pre- no, when I lived in a house with a Switch before I owned my own Switch, we had the Smash Brothers game, but that was for us to play together. I don't have a roommate that'll play this with me, so I have no reason to own it. Oh, I thought you were... I thought we did it for a TNT once, but maybe you were just there and not... Yeah, oh, he, I was, was he was only talking. Yeah, I was definitely yeah. not playing. I didn't even have a Switch then, if you were doing that. That yeah. was back when Terry came out, I think, so yes. that was a long time ago. Maybe. No, fucking, no, that's yeah. not maybe. It's that's what it was. <laughs> now that Smash is over, we can finally see Dragon King, the fighting game. What the fuck is Dragon King, the fighting game? Dragon King, the fighting game was the prototype for Super Smash Brothers. Okay. And now we can actually see Dragon King, the fighting game. It's all in all of its glory. Now that Sakurai is freed from the chains of Super <laughs> Smash Brothers. Oh, I've seen this before. <laughs> a lot of a lot of indie fighting games take uh, take inspirations from this. Well, hey, if Smash Brothers is done, that's fine. We've got Nicktoons Ultimate or whatever it's called. Yeah, that game. I've been hearing really good things about that game, bro. I, I, I've been watching people play that. That game is so unbalanced; it's crazy. <laughs> nice. That game is that's wildly great. unbalanced. I think like, like the the best character in the game is Sandy Cheeks. From SpongeBob, and she just does the karate uh, chop. The squirrel. Yep, that's great. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's, it's just weird to see like Red and Stimpy, but then April O'Neil from TMNT. Yeah, yeah. You're just like okay, okay, sure. Yeah, no, like looking at this. Uh, yeah, April is like garbage tier, and then oh. they've they've got fucking Sandy up there. Apparently, Patrick's shit. Dog water. Uh, I don't know who this toast Dog is. Dog water? <laughs> I don't know who this toast is. It's like the... Oh, that's Powder toast, toast Man. Yeah. What the fuck is that? He's from that's Ren That's from Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy. Oh, wow. Okay. Sure. Cora's in this game? Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, like, they've got, like, real characters. It's got Cat dogs quite S-tier. the spread. <laughs> Not yeah, just it's fucking... got quite the spread of, of Nickelodeon eras, I'll say. You don't get to fight a baby, though. So that's why they had to put Reptar in. So. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> Did you guys see that there's a new Rugrats show coming out? Uh, I heard it's like about 2.5D. That's already out. That's been out. It's literally just the, the show's just put in that graphic style. Oh, is that all it is? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if it was out already or not. So, uh, so that's that's so the icebreaker. So in Smash. <laughs> Very there well. There it is. Uh, the Sora, the the Sora only Smash TMN, TNT will be happening soon, so I need everyone to buy Smash. So. Oh no! <laughs> it's uh, that or Mario Party Three. So <laughs> I'd rather play Mario Party Three. I'll suffer. You're not wrong. I would too. <laughs> now oh, we no, I do s- have I do have the Wii. I was about to say like I own so many Amiibos and no Smash game, but I just look behind me. I do have the Wii U Smash game gotta keep that because because my roommate and i designed all those penis shaped maps on the touch screen on the touchpad so <laughs> i have mine on the 3ds 
If that, uh, oh, good. Because I played the shit out of that on Smash on 3DS. Oh no! It was once bad. once I got the uh, the Wii U version, I completely dropped the 3DS version. Yeah, that's what it, oh, like, yeah. everybody did. So <laughs> you, right. you, you hear some of the purists going like, "No, the 3DS control scheme. You can do these wrist movements that you can't do with a controller." I'm like, "Okay, bro, I'm I'm playing with Joy Cons, man. Just go, just go away." Yeah. I have I'll also played uh, Kid Icarus on 3DS, so my wrist is almost broken. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'll tell you who dropped Smash real hard was the kid that got. Uh, uh, shit out of luck in the first round when I hosted one in my GameStop when he used his 3DS as a controller and he lost in his first round and fucking spiked the thing on the ground and ran out of the store. <laughs> I love those salt compilations. Man. <laughs> I love those salt. He came. He came back. We gave him like like Nintendo supplied us with these like uh, wrestling looking cardboard belts, like paper belts or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we gave him one of those and gave him some other shit because he was not, he wasn't coming. He had back a broken after. 3ds, so yeah, no, that thing was fine. Maybe spiking is an exaggeration, but it was. Uh, those things were built like tanks. Unless you hit it right on the corner, you you weren't breaking your 3ds. You That's know? true. That's so. true. Have oh, you guys been seeing like uh, what was it? They came out with the 2D, uh, the 2DS, but it was like the flip version. You mean this? And I was like, this is just the 3DS without the 3D. Oh, like, why that's are you Chris's going, like... phone. That's basically Chris's this phone. Is like this? Yeah, bas- yeah, that's exactly what it is. So yeah, these those. things are great. I love these things. And they're only like, they're a lot cheaper because who fucking cares about the 3D part? They're, right. they're cheaper. They're easier to mod. So this is the 3DS or the 2DS that I is got. Is that the capture? That has the capture card in it. Um, Ooh, okay. Yeah, and I mean, like, the design is super fucking nice. Now, this is a European one, so I had to, like, finagle some stupid bullshit to get it to charge with American charge. No, 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 no. You put your fucking pinky up, and then you realize, (laughs) fuck, how do I fucking make this goddamn thing work? Um, Oh, yeah, because the electrical outlets. Yeah. Yeah, they've got some weird, like, fucking, like, it's... Just hammer it in. It's fine. Just hammer it in. Got it. Got it. (laughs) No, it's, it's... They're cool. I like. I love my 2DS. I've got two 2DSs that are flipped like this. I got this and the Pokemon Edition. Um, both of them are. Both of them are pretty decent quality. I might need to pick one up. So yeah, I think I've been getting cocktees with Metroid Dread Special Editions all week, bro. So... <laughs> bro, I, let's just get into weeks so I can eventually get. Yeah, to it. let's do it. Okay, here we go. Um, so let's just. I'm gonna let Scotty talk more about too many games i'm just going to briefly talk about like my experience too many games a lot of fun worked the booth for most of the time that i was there uh got to meet up with somber and game tracks we got to walk around the the convention a little bit buy a few things uh really really nice down to earth guys somber before dipping out you know stop by the booth to say hey just want to say what up see you later hope to see you again they're both supposed to be coming to magfest so fingers crossed on that uh i met vincent bennett of the acacia strain i know nobody here is going to know who that is nope i watched that happen though i watched your realization yeah like once they were some dude walked up to our booth with with one of their with their shirt on and you know chris was just making conversation nice band or something like that and the dude was like Oh, what's his name's right over there, like doing what? I don't know why he was there. What, what was he doing? Out. He, he, was running, he was running. He was running a vendor. He was a vendor there. Okay, and oh, like okay. Chris didn't say anything. He just he just asked where, and he left. And I was like, "Here, take something <laughs> with you, like to give to him." 
No, I like yeah. I barely even said anything. I was just like, dude, can I take a picture with you? I have never asked anyone ever to take a picture with me. Not a fucking celebrity, not a fucking like online personality influencer, nothing. I met Charles Martinet at fucking too many games. Did I get a picture? Fuck no. They were $40 <laughs> at the very minimum, but I yeah, still wasn't yeah. going to get anything. I got a picture with this dude in a mask in this like orange jacket because he was right by the fucking door. Yeah. I... <laughs> Yeah, he came back. He he went he went over to stake him out first, and then he came back. He's like, "I gotta give what? Can I give him this?" I was like, "We only have one of those posters left. You give him this other thing." Because <laughs> <laughs> Chris just grabs shit when he's excited. So. Yeah, dude, that was that was kind. I'm of assuming fucking... this is a band. Yeah, so they yeah. are a okay. uh, they're a deathcore band. Um, okay. I want to say from Massachusetts. They've been around for I want to say almost 20 years. Um, like they, they got started when I was in middle school and, Mm. you know, it's been an on again, off again thing with them, but they have just been fairly consistent with, with their work. Like they, they are like one of the better, um, older bands, older, like metalcore deathcore bands out there. So I was very, very excited to, to see them. They do really good work. Um, besides that, gave Charles Martinet a Sega magazine. That was pretty fucking yeah. cool. What'd he say? He said, thank you very much. Oh, dude, nicest fucking guy I ever met. You should have asked him why. Why are you not voicing Mario? Like, that's what you should ask. Oh. Like, he could legally tell him. Because <laughs> he's narrating it. Probably. They're, they're uh, making him the narrator. But anyway, whatever. I yeah. Don't care. Anyway. Well, also like a good point brought up by uh, I was listening to the Giant Bomb cast, and they're like, "Do you really want to hear the guy who does wahoo, wahoo narrating talk? something? No, yeah. no, 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 no. Do you want to hear him talking for ninety minutes as a character? Like, how much can you take? Yeah, because I want that all. That I want that to be the only things that Mario says in a movie of this caliber. Oh yeah, well, that's not gonna happen. That's, never <laughs> that's what I want it to be. That. No. No, but it's just a terminal montage cartoon is what I'm watching, <laughs> bro. We just need terminal montage like an actual movie. Wahoo, 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 wahoo. <laughs> and then you see the speed running demon shit. Yeah, Hell I love yeah. that. Anyway, no. OK, uh, Metroid Dread. I have beaten it. I've done it 100 percent. I'm doing a hard mode run of it. The game is I beat it, too fairly short what i haven't even started it <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding i don't give two shits about metroid oh dude uh, let me let me say this it, like this is supposed to be the the capstone to samus's entire journey as far as like what the what the creator says this arc is wherever the fuck that mm-hmm. means um because right well because prime is a different arc than this arc is no prime's a part of the the canon no. yeah oh is it yeah of the mm-hmm. single timeline yeah so the the way that the timeline goes, and I I could be like fairly off, but I'm confident this is how it breaks down. You have Metroid Zero Mission, you then have Metroid Prime Hunters, then uh, Samus uh, Metroid Two, Samus Returns, and then after that Metroid Prime. And there's something that takes place in between. There's a game that takes place in between. I think it might be Federation Force, and then. Metroid Jeez. Prime 2, Metroid Prime 3, Metroid Prime 4. You then have Zero Mission, 
And then from zero mission, you go into uh, fucking Metroid Dread. Oh, no, no, no. You have Super Metroid, zero mission, Metroid Dread. That should be the timeline. If if there's something missing, then it's like one or two slots over. Um, other M is in you, there you somewhere as well. You can just Google it and yeah, it's right it's, there. So. You, you Google it up, whatever. Um the game kind of throws you for a loop, but it does a really good job of like wrapping up everything that happens, especially with like the older games where it's just like they put in like an emphasis on the importance of what takes place in Metroid Prime 2 where you're on that one planet and you're killing all the Metroids. They do a callback to that and it's just like, oh, oh shit, it's all coming full circle. Uh, so story wise, it's really really cool if you're big on the metroid lore um gameplay wise it is one of the harder metroid games that i've played i think part of that comes down to um the control scheme the control scheme for this game one certain animations have very very tight windows the the window for you to do your screw attack when you finally get the screw attack is very small so there's okay. going to be encounters where it's just like I have to continuously use my screw attack to make sure I don't get hit because it's like this 360 degree move that I have to make sure I don't get fucking hit by. And, oh, I dropped the fucking jump. I'm dead. You dropped the combo. So. Essentially, it's like it, there's a lot of me bitching. I dropped the fucking jump. God damn it. <laughs> I dropped the fucking jump. Um Two, I also heard you can't use the D-pad, which is strange no, for a side-scrolling game. The, but and that was that was what I was getting at because the the D-pad fucking operates your mouse or not your mouse, your map, and then it operates the um. You get an ability that op that like scans the area, and you can see blocks that can be broken. So I'm just like, oh, okay, that's that's neat, I guess. But there was a lot of times where it's like I'm trying to do very precise, high execution things to get items yeah. because they do the stupidest fucking routes. Like once you get your speed booster and your shine spark, it's you you do the thing to run really fast. You have to install the the speed booster and then you have like a three second window to get to where you need to be and then shoot off your booster that you fly into a direction to break some blocks in order for you to get like missiles or, uh, or energy tanks and shit like that. And I'm telling you, you also dude, said you did a hundred percent run though. So maybe like, yeah, no, like if you're just trying to beat the game, you could probably beat it at like 60%, um, okay. which is high for Metroid game. Cause I've beaten other Metroids at like 40%, like Metroid prime. I beat that game at like the first time, 43%. Uh, Super Metroid, I beat that, I think, at, like, 50%. I have never played a fucking Metroid where I needed to have around, like, 60-70% to beat it. Because the final boss, one, he only can be damaged by missiles. And they have some ah, sequences okay. where it's just like, oh, you're in, like, a QTE? Dump missiles. Just, just dump missiles. Uh, I'm watching game okay. footage from like people who are now playing the game for the second time and they're doing sequence breaks where, where they're getting items out of order and it uh, affects the way that some of the boss fights go. So when you fight Kraid, when you fight Kraid, 
um, crate is like that big dragon yeah. dinosaur motherfucker that you see in the trailer. Uh, you shouldn't have the power bombs at that point. You're supposed to shoot at his belly as the balls come out, and then he'll shoot like these platforms. You climb the platforms and you sh yeah. shoot his face. Normal crate fight. Normal crate fight. If you have the power bomb, there is a little opening on the bottom left that you break open and you slingshot yourself into his belly button and you blow him up from the inside. Okay. And I'm just like, whoa, is this like some fan bullshit? No, that's a sequence break video. They're, they have accounted for like stupid speedrunning strats. Yeah, and yeah, if yeah. you encounter the boss under certain conditions, you can fucking pull some crazy oh, they're ass tasting the shit out of that to learn from it. Yeah, it's dumb. The game is fucking dumb. Like as a speedrunning game, this is going to be huge. Like people are going to be playing the shit out of this. You're going to see this on like fucking GDQ and shit. I guarantee you. Like it was bound to come out anyway because it's a Metroid game, but it's right. like they thought about sequence breaks and what you can do against certain bosses. Because you may not have all the items in the specific right. order. It's it's dope, man. The game is super good. It is. I think it's the highest grossing Metroid game, too. Yeah, and it's it's also rekindled a lot of interest into the IP as well, which is great because Metroid needs it. it was we never time. left. So. It was like 15, 20 years since we got a fucking 19. Metroid game. 19 years since we got a fucking Metroid game. So, yeah, it's it's a big fucking deal. It's not Prime Four, but we'll take it. No, so. I love 2D Metroid, so I'm I'm perfectly fine. Yeah, I fine was more excited too. that this came out than more info on Prime Four. Mm -hmm. So the game the game is really good, but I have some serious concerns about the controls. Also, on certain areas, the frame rate drops pretty bad. It goes from like the 30 frames a second to like 24. And that's a little annoying, but all in oh, all, man, bringing up the argument that, of, that you've been seeing on the Internet, like here's a $60 Switch game and then a $60 Sony game. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, fuck off. No, <laughs> I'm not. The, the thing is, it's like I think the bare minimum should be 30 at the very least, because once you start getting into that chugginess, mm, I agree. It gets a little bit annoying. But goddamn, some of those I mean, boss fights are fucking stupid. Like, yeah, I, I did hear. I thought you guys were going to both talk about it a, a lot more, so I watched a video on it. Um, and I won't say anything because there were spoilers in it too, but I did hear the boss fights were straight up not not any as difficult, but like you had you're going to find yourself like, okay, he's shooting that then, and then you die. Mm -hmm. You're like, all right, let's start this fight over. Okay, then that goes and that up. Like, it's old school. Sort of Mega in the way Man. that, like, yeah, I've got to memorize these patterns or I'm just dead. Yeah, no, it, it is a lot of, of like, just watching startup animations and just knowing how yeah. to react. Or if you can't react, you just have to dodge and good luck dodging. Like, it's mm -hmm. insane. There's, there's like, three or four bosses that I just sat there and I'm just like, what the fuck? Um, Somber right now is playing it. I think at this moment he's playing against the final boss. Um, which the final boss earns its name because he's definitely the hardest boss in the game. Um, I saw that thing. Yeah, that's, that, that's a nuts. rough fight. There's four phases to that fight. and I love it already. Yeah. I'm playing this this week. So. There's four phases to that fight. Um, like phase one, there's just a lot of shit that goes on. Like he's got a melee punch. He's got a taunt that you have to approach and counter. 
Um, he's got like a full screen kill move. He's got a fucking ball and he throws the ball out there and it's like, oh, while you're worrying about this ball that follows you, full screen fucking like poison gas oh. bullshit. It's, <laughs> oh, no. bro, it's so dumb. It's my so fucking dumb. My buddy messaged me. My buddy messaged me and he was like, man, I'm getting really good at this uppercut because I suck at the stealth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, it's it's stupid. It's it's really fucking stupid. But it's... every time I go to play my copy, I get a new notification because I bought the standard copy. Mm-hmm. And then I get a notification on Twitter that the special edition has been restocked on Amazon. And then I go and check it. And it's like, no, it's $175, and then I get pissed and don't want to play the game again. Oh, so, no. <laughs> it's this vicious cycle. No, just just play the game, dude. It's, it is... I wouldn't worry about getting that collector's edition anytime soon, sir. Same, dude. Because they sure. all come in damaged anyway. Like, nobody has a pristine copy. Oh, that's... I got something to talk about with my week on that, so... Yeah, no, so that shit's dumb. The game is great. It's like a solid 9 creeping into a 10. If if yeah, I was hearing the only like solid complaints are uh, the controls because it and that I I'd say that's pretty warranted because you have a lot of old heads playing it like I like going to the D pad without thinking about it. But also I heard the music was not that great, which is kind of weird because it's I would imagine it's hard to mess that soundtrack up because you don't have much to do with it. Less this is very much a game with where less is more with the soundtrack. I I would like to hear the argument for that because I thought that the music I saw a tweet. I thought the music was great. I, I had no complaints with that. I think that the biggest thing was the controls and to a certain extent the level of difficulty. Not not for nothing, but like some of those fights are absolutely like brutal. There's one fight mm-hmm. where you already have to fight these like Robo Chozo creatures and shit like that, mm-hmm. and you fight two of them ahead of time, and you kind of like, okay, I'm I'm getting used to how this encounter works because he's got he's got a really really fast counter counterable melee attack, uh, and then he's got like a fucking DP where he dashes forward and he fucking throws this fire in your fucking face. He's got okay. the the rapid shot, the charge shot. And I think he's got some other bullshit. And what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to manage jumping up and down because where those creatures really are the weakest is the amount of time it takes for them to recover after landing. And that's when you want to get your shots at. And then they put two of them in your face and you're just like, God damn it. Stop. Stop. Because like, you, it's, it's, you know what this reminds me of when, uh, when doom eternal was like now you're gonna fight two marauders oh, okay so. yeah that's <laughs> and the thing is it's like that's like five or six bosses before the end it's not like the end it's like okay yeah this is the this is the level of uh of strong get good. yeah get good that's essentially what it is get good uh the yeah. second to last boss like it starts off as like this little baby shit enemy and then it transmogrifies into like this larger one and it's like oh i've i've beaten both of these enemies before and then it's like daddy demon fucking crawler <laughs> and you're just like oh shit he's got like these full screen electro orbs and like the game says you can dodge every single attack i don't know how to dodge some of these attacks <laughs> i was just like how do you beat him by get more energy tanks and just tank the damage how do i beat him Make sure his at life goes down before <laughs> mine does. 
I, I have no, I have no other. That's how I play uh, card games. Yeah, it's just like how do how do I get your life lower than mine? So essentially, the the ending sequence is probably one of the coolest fucking things I've ever seen. There is a spoiler. Um, okay. Uh, lore wise, saw some shit. It, it 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 feeds into the lore, and honestly, okay. I want to see where and how they take the series from this point on. Okay. Because okay. either, even if I talk about it, it kind of like it kind of spoils it careful, a little bit. Careful, careful. So yep, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna leave Shut it up here. Or punch you in the dick. I'm gonna leave so. it here, and then <laughs> One if you want to talk about it later, it's. I thought uh, what it's something it's something I saw in a video review. Um, you mentioned the Chozos, and I guess there's. There's some cutscenes, and there's one where like Samus is basically just being talked at for a long time by a Chozo. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that's spoilers. I don't know because I don't know Metroid lore. Well, it's a but, big deal um, because the Chozos were thought to be gone, and all of a gotcha. sudden they, have these they guys. were an extinct race. Yeah, and all of a okay. sudden they're back, and they've been watching Samus the entire time. Okay, but the, there's like a uh, the the video reviewers were saying uh, how great it would have been if this cutscene of that's like minutes long of Samus just being talked to by a Chozo, and then at the end, Samus just goes, oh, I don't speak Chozo. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of a big deal, because it's like the first time you ever hear her talk outside of Other M. Right, yeah, yeah, there was that mentioning, too. There there was another thing funny in it, how I guess the load screens, when she's going up and down elevators, it's just kind of the light of the floor. Mm -hmm. Uh kind of basking in front of her armor just and it's on her for long enough that uh they were kind of doing voice voiceovers for samus of her just saying like why the fuck did i land here how did i get into this chicken <laughs> shit outfit like why so, am i still oh, wait, here are we talking about uh, so we want a metroid dread abridged is that what yes it is? <laughs> maybe great. yeah just just samus the whole time being like why is this my job i could i could be behind a computer all day what am i doing you know or it's just a super quiet scene you just hear <laughs> yeah yeah that would be great so that's that's metroid dread uh if you haven't played it if you like metroidvanias go get it if this is your first metroidvania like it is tombers um really good luck oh yeah i think that yeah. i think that his only other metroid he said that he may have played like cat symphony of the night um or yeah okay. or, dude it's like People forget that the Metroid series was one of the worst selling series of their IPs for Nintendo. That's why we haven't seen a whole lot. So yeah. I'm, I'm not surprised that it's his first or, or a, lot of, a lot of people's firsts. You know. So it, like, yeah, it's it's definitely his first Metroid. But like he, I don't think that he said he was that well versed in that genre to begin with. Um, and like, dude, I hope more people get into it because one, I love Metroidvanias. They're one of my top three favorite genres too i just want more metroid because i love the universe it's super fucking dope but anyway that's metroid dread um in addition to that i've been playing some far cry 6 um i've said before i'm a big far cry fan i love the villains the villains make uh the entire well, especially this series one. you would think so um so Giancarlo Esposito is the voice of Anton Castillo in Far Cry 6. Um, it's supposed to take place in the pseudo-Cuban country. It's a series of islands that's close to the coast of Miami. Go figure what country that is. Um, it is mildly disappointing. So okay. 
if you know the characters that uh, Esposito plays, he's usually playing like some very hardcore, um, hardline villains. Um, I mean, Breaking Bad. You can Breaking that's Bad, the, one. Uh, the yeah. Mandalorian. He right. is playing the Inquisitor from the Mandalorian in Far Cry Six. It is almost exactly the same character. Oh, really? Yeah. So he he is a hardline fascist dictator who just rules with an iron thumb. His his, his like his motif or like what makes him interesting is how brutal that he is, and okay. he as a character by himself is not that interesting because you can just put in any other like brutal dictator character. What makes him interesting is his interactions with his son Diego. And honestly, like his son Diego That's what the trailer kind of like set up. Yeah. So like the the premise is is that in the very beginning of the game, you and your friends are trying to escape Yara, which is Cuba, um, and go to Miami. You see a an old lady and a young boy trying to get on this boat. And the guy is not letting him on. You talk to them very briefly and just get him on there well they get stopped by the government castillo comes down finds the young man it turns out oh shit it's his son dun 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 pulls him off and then has the boat shot up and blown up there's more bullshit with the story that i have an issue with but, like, that is the opening sequence of what you learn about Esposito. And then from there, anytime that you see uh, Esposito's character with Diego, um, it is him talking to him, trying to turn him into, like, this brutal fucking dictator. And one thing that they constantly say is it is better to rule than to be ruled, better to be a lion than to be a lamb. And yeah. then you see, like, the relationships between uh, Castillo and his son and Castillo and his subordinates. I just recently did like the western part of the uh, the country where his nephew Jose was supposed to be the um, the managing all of the farmers and the tobacco fields and shit like that. And Jose is just like uh, a glorified fuckboy, and Castillo <laughs> hates his guts so that when you actually end up killing him, he's just like Diego's just like, why are we here at this funeral? You didn't even like this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> And he's just like, to teach you a lesson, Jose was a lamb, you will be a lion. And he just sets fire to the fucking church. Like, what? Yeah, like, there are parts, like, even though I say Castillo's character or Esposito's character is, like, weaker than all the other villains that I've seen since Far Cry 3, that's true. But he's still a fun character to watch because the man, while he's not crazy... He is, he is like hardcore. One of the yeah. scenes I just got done playing through today is like you get captured by him and the, the top general right under Castillo is like torturing you in front of Diego and Castillo. And at one point he's just like, you got to learn to put the dog down if he can't be trained. So he tells Diego to torture uh, your character, Danny. And Diego's just like, no, I can't do that because there is prior history between Danny and Diego that you play through the game. Like, essentially, Danny spares Diego's life when he has the opportunity to kill him. Ah, So the general just goes right back to torturing him. And as he's getting ready to, like, I think, like, rip his tongue out or some shit like that, Diego shoots the general. 
And to everyone's okay. fucking surprise, he was just like, why the fuck did you do that? And he explains, like, Danny saved his life. You need to spare him. Like, give, like, give him a chance. Just let him go. And Castillo turns to his son. He's just like, I am not a monster. I'll give him a chance. And as he ushers his son away, he pops a grenade and throws it into the fucking room. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like... He he has a very elegant way of speaking, and then he's just immediately just fucking kill them, fucking kill them, fucking kill the revolutionaries. I mean, that's basically how he was in Breaking Bad. It's how he was in yeah, Breaking Bad. His, it's how he was in cast, fucking yeah. The Mandalorian. He's almost like the same character in every fucking game. But he's good at it. He is good at it, and that's why he got hired. The other issues that I have with Far Cry 6 is that the story of it is just, hey... We've got we've got a plot and we've got all this these lore and how it connects to all these different characters and we have to bring everybody together. Let's hit the fast forward button just the entire fucking time. So in the very beginning of the, of of the game, fucking you're partying in Esperanza, which is the main city, it's the capital city with your best friend and your revolutionary childhood friend. Um Everyone's talking die. about going to <laughs> Miami. The revolutionary is just like, no, you need to stay here and fight. You were in the army or the military. You can fight with us. And I'm just like, no, I'm going to go get a job in Miami and drink on the beaches until I <laughs> get fucking blitzed. Um, and they're just like, no, stay with us. And then the there's a blackout in the city. The cops are coming out. They're looking for Diego. Surprise. Your friend opens his mouth and he's like, yo, fuck Castillo. Takes a fucking bullet in the head. You run to the docks. Now, mind you, this chick just spent five, ten minutes telling you how you need to stay in Yara and fight the revolutionaries. She is now getting on a boat to Miami. <laughs> so she essentially said, fuck this shit. You get yeah. on the boat. It just takes seeing someone get shot in the head. I guess. Like, but you were supposed to be a gorilla, the a gorilla fighter the entire time, and yeah. that's what puts you over. Um, yep. you get on the boat, Castillo comes, takes Diego, shoots up the thing, the boat blows up, you get shipwrecked onto, like, the outcast island, your friend happens to be there, she turns to you and she's like, I'm mortally wounded, take my cell phone after I've been, like, stuck in the water for at least six hours, and go find my boss. How does this okay. thing fucking work? But It's a good phone. It's a, it's a really good phone, <laughs> I need one. Yeah. <laughs> You go, you meet Clara Garcia. She is the, like the head of Libertad, the resistance. Libertad. Ooh. Um, yeah. She turns to you and she's like, I need to find my mentor. He's taught me everything that I know, but we had a falling out years ago. But maybe you can speak some sense into him. See if you can bring him back to me. <laughs> you that I just met. You that I just met. You go to meet this fucking dude immediately. Hey, whistle real quick. You whistle. And then the crocodile eats somebody. He's like, he likes you. I'm in. That's all it takes. <laughs> you get back to the camp with the mentor, with Juan. Juan sees Garcia. Hey, what's up? Like nothing happened. <laughs> nothing happened. There's there's no like building up to like, hey, what happened in the Sounds past? Like a good game. Here's our differences. Shit like that. It was like, no, Juan's just like, fuck it. I'm in. Let's go. It's like Eddie the character. <laughs> Eddie is just like, let's yeah. do it. <laughs> Yeah, Eddie's down for Eddie anything. Eddie is down like, for anytime. anything. Meanwhile, this entire time, like, Carla is talking to you, and she's just like, I don't know if Juan will, will join us, but we need him. We need his expertise. And he's just like, yo, where's the beer? Where's the rum? Where's the bitches? I'm, I'm here, baby. Let's go. You want to hear about sure. the time that I swindled, like, $30,000 out of some fucking Russian bitch? Let's, let's, let's do it. 
Okay, let's do it. Any of the character, it's great. Like, I wish it was better. I wish that they did the story better because I play Far Cry for the story. If I wanted to play a first-person shooter, I would play literally anything else, especially since it's Ubisoft because almost all Ubisoft games are the same. The Far Cry series has been, like, in my opinion, special. It's been different because they put the story on the forefront and now they're they're doing the plot on their back foot. It's it's a little bit disappointing. Um, other things that I'm not really a well, fan of, they took a lot of the budget probably went to fucking hiring Esposito. That could be a big thing yeah. too. But I mean, like Ubisoft at this point is like this this mega publisher that sits almost at the same table as Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo. So yeah, it's a little well, bit. Is, does the game control good? Um, it, it plays like Far Cry and Far Cry has generally played really well. Um, but my only complaint is that in Far Cry, you always were kind of like a bumbling idiot when you first started playing, you didn't have a lot of weapons. You could only hold like one or two weapons on you, um, in order for you to do assassinations from above or to swim really fast in the water to run really fast. You had to build up your perks. They took out all of that shit. Now everything is dependent on on your equipment and danny has the worst cardio i've ever seen in any (laughs) fucking character he can't run for shit um and he's and he's an even he's an even worse swimmer like it's just like i get into the water and he's barely (laughs) moving i've got crocodiles behind me man it's the worst so like a game the game is fun, but I'm definitely sticking around because, like, one, I want to see more of the character interactions and the villains because there are really good, um, there are really good plot points that I wish that they had fleshed out more. So the first island that you go, or the when you go to the big island and you go to the western province with all the uh, the fucking uh, farmers, you have the Montero family. The Montero family has a really good story arc, like really good family ties story arc. Um, that I, I just have to recommend that you go play it in order to see what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. I just wish that go there figure. was go play a game. More. So. Yeah. It's good enough to go play. Um, but maybe not at $60. <laughs> Wait for that shit to go down to 40. Oh, about, uh, game, unfortunately a game like this goes on sale pretty quick. Yeah. That's yeah. They usually, usually an Ubisoft release just flat out does. Mm-hmm. What about Teresa the dog? He's amazing. Oh, Whoa. the little dog with half, uh, the wheelchair, like, Bro, you see him, like, twice, dude. Fuck. So, like, he is supposed to be a partner, right? He's supposed to be a partner character. Because they took out, like, actual partners where you had, like, human people. And now all of your partners are animals. Um, I've been been rocking with Guapo for a while. Guapo the crocodile. And he just he just runs over and bites people. It's great. Okay, but he blows Fair he enough. blows my cover all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's a crocodile. <laughs> it's literally like I'm trying to go in stealthy. I forget that he's assigned to me because you can't turn him off. And Guapo just like mm, I'm hungry. Let's go after that big armored guy with the fucking rocket launcher and the the light machine gun. And you're just like, Guapo, no! <laughs> Heal! Yeah, Guapo, yeah, yeah, no! Yeah, yeah. Everyone is just like, oh, shit, it's a crocodile. I'm like, no, shit. I'm like trying Guapo, to get my no. sniper rifle because I play sniper rifle and, and AR-15. And I'm just like, pop, pop, pop. I'm like trying to get like an advantageous spot. 
in a high ground and Guapo no, is Guapo just like, on the, on the run. I'm a croc, I'm a croc, I'm a croc. Yank! <laughs> it's dub. That sounds like me playing Fallout 4 with dog meat. I eventually just told him to stay at my base because he would, I'd be trying to sneak into exactly. places and just be like, I want to go play with that's, that guy. No it, dog meat, no. 100% it. No yeah. dog meat, Guapo, no. 100% it. So, yeah. Uh, that's Far Cry 6. Uh, yeah. Besides that, I played Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. Me and my wife played all the party games, and they are all bad. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, Jesus everything Christ. is one-sided. The golf game is the absolute worst. I think I hmm. had 26 strokes on one course just because, like, it's, it is literally a curve. Sounds like you're bad at it. No, 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 no. Because she was, like, going at it, and she's like, okay, this is kind of stupid. It is literally <laughs> a curve. That's all it is. A curve. But there's a slope, and then there's immediately another slope that falls off. If you do not carefully hit your ball you're going, you're flying along off. the line, if you just get a little bit high up on the hill, you're going off. Infuriating. The worst. There's no. Those aren't online, are they? At all? It's only. Local. I think it's only local. Oh, I think right. Banana yeah. Mania is only local. I think they have like leaderboards for score when you play uh, mm-hmm. the challenge mode, but outside of that, no. So we much. both rage at that game. Oh yeah, no. so. <laughs> fuck, fuck Super Monkey Ball. Uh, I got to the lava world and I said, "Fuck this game." <laughs> <laughs> the lava world is the seventh world, sir. Yeah, I got that far on it. I don't want it. I, I gotta eventually. I'll I'll eventually get it. I I love games like that, but I never actually dove into the monkey ball. Uh, I like the arcade world. one with the banana controller. Yeah, they're cool. The one that Sonic plays. Uh, last yes. <laughs> the last big thing was that Guilty Gear Strive got the big patch that everyone has been <laughs> waiting for. Fuck you, Chip. And t- oh, you saw you saw some of it. Yeah, yeah. dude. Someone was like, Chip didn't give it. Soul got buffed. <laughs> <laughs> so like the big thing. The big thing, I'm I'm a soul player, obviously. Um, oh, yeah, okay. The the big thing was everyone was talking about soul's damage. Soul got overall a nerf. Okay, they increased okay. the scaling of his damage on certain moves, which means the proration is higher. So that if typically I do a combo and my first hit does 100% of the base damage, it'll do 90% of the second hit. Well, now it's doing eighty-eight percent of the second hit, so it's it's oh, okay. decreasing. So he got nerfed a little, a little bit, and his forward punch, which is typically like your anti-air, um, his forward punch. If you were doing it in the corner, it would wall bounce and allow you to easily clean hit DP, which your DP already did fifty-five damage. If you clean hit it, it'll do forty-five and then a hundred. Ew. Yeah, so if you're in the corner, you're looking at doing almost 50% just by doing yeah, 6P into, deep, into heavy DP. So it was like, okay, that's a little bit obnoxious. They took I away... I saw a soul versus... What, what's the vampire? The Nagori Yuki? I saw a, a fight where he had the magic pixel, mm-hmm. and soul was at full health, and he just came back and wrecked his ass. There was I might have shared six that. Scr- yeah, there was six screen transitions in that match. Yeah. Like, Nagori Yuki is also, like, one of the best characters in the game as well. And I don't think he got any nerfs. He just got buffs. He They gave him a buff to his Beyblade, which is just him striking high and then spinning low. Uh, that 
he needed shit that clearly. Shit. Uh, but no, they they nerfed his fucking six soul six P so that it no longer wall bounces. So you can't do six P into Volcanic Viper. Okay. But they took Bandit Revolver, which is like he he lunges forward and does a kick. They made it a Rekka. So in order what? for so Bandit Revolver was a two hit comp was a two hit special where he would knee you and then roundhouse kick you. Kick you. Yeah. And that yeah, was yeah. the move. They turned the second hit into a Rekka. So it, when you do Volcanic Viper just by itself, all he does is knee you. And then you hit K again, and then he'll do the kick. Oh, okay. They gave him a bunny hop. Oh. So, oh, no. So now, <laughs> mid-screen, I do my standard punch, punch, bunny hop, kick, bunny hop, kick. You're still in the air. Bunny hop, kick, forward slash, wall splat, super. No. Okay. 60% damage. Chris isn't allowed to talk about Guilty Gear anymore. Quarter combo. <laughs> quarter combo. We don't even need the wall bounce because we have Kara cancel DP and we just bunny hop, keep you in the air. Keep you He's in the in air. He's in the other language, Scotty. Boom. We can't get him out it, of no, it. No, it's... What? Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Is he still talking about the same game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> it's dumb. It's dumb. They they tried nerfing him and they made him better because now he has a fucking. They've done that like three times now. Okay, they've tried. All right, they've tried. Everyone's just like, oh well, FD pushback on far slash. I'm like, no, no, you're not stopping the pain train, bro. Like Soul already had a touch of death on Chip. He now has a touch of death on like three other characters. It's beautiful. It's I hate it's you. dumb. It's absolutely <laughs> fucking so stupid. Much. What did you pick up? Yes, I game? am at the pickup. So let me. Oh boy, Scotty can talk again. So... He there, there was a moment at too many games where I said something to somebody else who was checking out the poll caliber. I was like, "Yeah, we took Nightmare out because he was broken." And and Chris was like, "Oh, he's broken, is he?" He walks around the booth and he starts to like show me like, "Let's see how broken he is." And I had walked away jokingly i'd walked away saying like oh, i gotta go do something over there and then i actually did legit get distracted by the booth across from us because i realized i hadn't been to it yet and chris uh -huh. was still trying to like prove me wrong and play pole yeah. caliber yeah and i was already i was is? already in my other zone the thing no he's like he'll come back two hours later and be like yeah nightmare's broken like <laughs> no i did the math what what happened was is that he was he was introducing somebody to pole caliber they tick picked nightmare he said you can't play nightmare in the tournament because he's broken uh, and I'm just like, oh, I didn't know you guys did that. Yeah. That's why I was like, why didn't Chris win? I didn't know that <laughs> either. Um, but they were just like, oh, cause, cause Scotty was just like, he's got the, the long range and the power and shit like that. Oh, really? So I picked Maxi, Maxi with the shortest fucking range. <laughs> and I, and I whipped this kid's ass and then are just like, hold on. Let me pick Taki who also has the shortest fucking range. And it's just, let me pick Valdo. Let me pick. <laughs> it's just like nightmares broken. Okay. Thanks guys. Nightmares broken. Don't you know nightmares broken? <laughs> I'm sure this happened, but I was not there for it. <laughs> it, was, it was there. It was there. Anyway, pickup-wise. Uh, so we already know about Metroid Dread, uh, Far Cry boy. 6, Super Monkey Ball. The reason why I have Super Monkey Ball is because uh, Powell gave me the press kits for Super Monkey Ball, which is really cool. It's right over here. It's in yeah, show some of that off. Box. So this show is us your it banana. Comes. It is oh, wow. a really show nice, ornate box. It's got, like, two little Monkey Ball characters. I think I have... I I and Gon Gon 
Uh, those are okay. cool. Gun's the big boy. I it think. came they with ban- like gachapon things. It came with banana chips. Uh, it, yeah, like sun dried banana it chips. It came with a monkey hat that's in my car right now. I would have been wearing it. <laughs> uh, if only we had gotten that before too many games. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Uh, it came with a Steam code, uh, uh, extra Switch code, the Switch game special edition, and a banana scented candle. What? Yeah. That, How's that smell? Uh, it smells this like banana. This is like the most practical collector's editions I've ever Yeah, uh, it was it was of. pretty <laughs> fucking great. I also got the Virtual Fighter 5 press kit, which was the gi and the, the tote bag. Oh, uh, yeah. It's I got the remember. headband. I didn't know that happened. Uh, I remember yeah. when Pal shared that, you were like, I want that. <laughs> so- <laughs> uh, I got a complete inbox in television because I needed this. I thought you said your collection was at a point where you didn't need anything anymore. Yeah, that was that every was fucking weak. That was no, that was an impulse buy. I looked at that and I'm just like, well, how much was it? Like 120. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't You're there never going to do was, anything with um, that? No, I have. You, I have a you were. Games. I think you were away la- the episode I was talking about the Pittsburgh convention, but didn't you also notice, I mentioned how I noticed this, but didn't you notice a lot of like pre-NES consoles, like full boxes being sold and stuff? Isn't that? Yes. I've never noticed that at conventions yes. before. That's something like that's Coleco like Vision. popped up now. So the, I almost bought one. I almost bought a Virtual Boy. Secondly, I almost bought a 3DO. What? I was really, yeah, there really was close to buying Yeah, there plenty of stuff there like there was, that. It was crazy. There was a lot of, like, really weird, obscure stuff. I really want a virtual boy. You wouldn't necessarily... They were going for 300 bucks. Yeah, they're not cheap. They're not cheap. But, like, there was a 3DO. Yeah. Uh, they had a Texas Instrument console, like, one of the computer consoles. Yeah, like the calculator, like the TI calculator. It wasn't a calculator. It was, like, this, this <laughs> yeah, big-ass just... fucking thing. And I'm just like, if I buy this, it's just going to sit there. Because, mm-hmm. like, everything you bought is just going to sit there. Right. So, my yeah, how are those monitors dude. doing? Huh? How those monitors doing you took from my house for no reason? They're upstairs. I'm using them. All right, for my, great. For those my, heavy ass ones? I'm using yeah. them for my uh, my work computer. I'm using them. Oh, good. Um, yeah, there was a lot of box ones like that. I think um, I might be like, getting my conventions confused. Maybe at the PGX, someone was selling a Vectrex. Was there a Vectrex at too many games anywhere no, being sold? Okay, yeah, that uh, was at least, Were yeah, they selling just, this nuts. Virtual Boy loose? Yes. For 300 they are only worth 175 sir. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah. Con prices, dude. I guess. Th- that was another that thing true. that too many games, like, they were price gouging like a motherfucker. Like, yep. Where are they? Persona 1, I saw Persona 1 go for 800 bucks. I'm like, get what? the fuck out of here. Like yeah, yeah. average price I saw on the con floor was like five fifty six hundred bucks. That is an expensive game now. I think it's like three four hundred dollars complete in box. But still, like they were overpricing a lot of these fucking games. Yeah, and, eBay and above prices. And I'm just sitting there with uh, with Connor and some other guy, and I'm just like, this is like really bad for like new kids trying to get into the hobby. Uh, yep. collecting these games and there's it's just egregious pokemon coliseum is three figures right now it's like a hundred and something dollars i'm just like yep fucking what i bought yeah, that game was kind when it was of, 20 bucks like a few years ago it, it was bumming me out to you know casually doing the 32x collection the only things i would see would be behind counters like behind glass and like 
squint to see the price and I'm like, uh, it's triple digits. I'm, I'm walking away. Yeah. <laughs> you I'm know? Good. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's gotten out of control as far as the prices. That's why I think part of it is, you know, pandemic, their stores weren't open. Conventions mm-hmm. are coming back up and they're trying to make up for lost time. But at the same time, it's like, dude, we're not all idiots. Yeah. It was really unfortunate at the end of the day. I am not one to like shy away from not pulling price charting up on a, in a when I'm at a fucking I was I was happy like, to be glancing over some shoulders and seeing more people doing that though. Yeah. Good. Yeah, they were doing that, so. which is the reason why I bought a bunch of Japanese shit. Uh, so yeah. did you know that Common Rider had a fighting game? <laughs> no. <laughs> Here we so, go. That sounds awesome. So Common All right, Rider, buckle up. Common Rider has a fighting game. I haven't booted this baby up yet, but it looks fucking stupid. Do you have a PS2 that will play yes, it? Yes, I do. I have a Japanese PS2, so that's happening later. Okay, there you uh, go. I have Buso Rankin, which I think is uh, more... Move it over, move it over a there little you go. bit. I have Buso Rankin. Which I think it's more of a like character action game as opposed to like a fighting game. I saw life bars, and life bars is usually like... I saw life bars, <laughs> uh, and that's usually oh my, my go to for anything really. Uh, I got the precursor, like the the jump ultimate before <sighs> jump ultimate yeah. was a thing. Sure. Uh, so the the fucking Dragon Ball Z Naruto Why? One Piece because it was twenty bucks. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I hate all. That's not true. I like Dragon Ball Z. I I hate all the franchises, and I said fuck it. And then I bought this game not because it was a fighting game. I was just elated to find out it was a fighting game afterwards. Oh, um, okay. But namely for the name, Corey. If there was a name called, if there was a game called heavy metal thunder would you buy it yes okay so <laughs> this is what it looks like oh that looks great oh yeah it, the cover this looks, looks like a so, dope. so for audio audio listeners chris explain what it looks like so it is like this this black and white oh think of like the mad world cover and just think what cover. if yakuza they did more like. like it was a crossover between yakuza and mad world that's what the cover looks like it is a mech fighting fight. It's a mech robot fighting game. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. It looks like That's they're fun. like toys, like like little fucking oh. toys. But it's like rated T for teen. Like it's like hardcore fucking things. Oh, this is the this is the Gundam uh, commercial on Toonami, but in video game. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> so what I saw that I'm just like I have to have it. <laughs> I have. I to might have play it. that with you when I come to Mag. Hell yeah! I, I want to play that. That looks so. fucking stupid. I love it. Uh, oh, I was okay. thinking of Heavy Metal Geomatrix. That's what's on Dreamcast, not that one though. No, Heavy Metal Thunder. I have to look it up. Yeah. That's awesome. That's my Gundam name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's my stand name. <laughs> yeah, Heavy Metal Thunder. Oh <laughs> um, no! Uh, then I bought a Japanese Dreamcast. And with that, I... And you said you got it because it was more of the deal than it was the actual games, right? Um, what, Well, not necessarily. I wanted a Japanese Dreamcast to begin with, um, which helps because everything that's in Japanese is cheaper to begin with, especially yes, for the games. and usually the for. cover art looks better. The cover art looks a hell of a lot better. Um, I bought Virtual Fighter 3 TB, which of was, I think, did. like a, the, the fucking expansion pack to Virtual Fighter 3. I got Shenmue 2. Why? I don't know. I don't know Japanese. I'm going to use a guide for that one. Mocking X. I got an English version of this. I already had this on, in Japanese, but I really wanted an English one because I legitimately like Shimigami Tensei and I want to know the story. 
Uh, what? I didn't know you liked that game. <laughs> um, Echo the Dolphin. I didn't know that there was yeah! an Echo game on fucking Dreamcast. Is this the one where? Is this the one where it ends up going to space? Uh, Scotty, help me out. What? Does Echo uh, go to space in Dreamcast? Not in. I don't think so. That one. I have that one in American and haven't played it yet. But uh, it's an open world uh, ocean game, pretty much. Oh. Yep. So I got no Echo the Dolphin two is the one where you start off in space. I think. <laughs> I think so. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Um, I got Psychic Force 2012. Uh, that's a fighting game of some sort. That's a, okay. That's a dumb, fun fighting game. You fly around in that one. Yep. Uh, Power Stone. That oh, was like wow. 20 bucks. Marvel vs. Capcom. Wow. 20 bucks for Power Stone is not bad. Nope. I got Egg in a trade. So I re-got my English copy of Egg. Uh, I got this. Wait, I thought you already had that game. So I had an English copy and I traded it to pocket full of games for a PS five version of demon souls. Cause they didn't have it anywhere near me. Uh, and then I kind of regretted it, traded somebody, uh, a copy of Hoshigami for the PS one for this. Um, okay. So I think that was the first thing Connor said to me when I got there because I was like, "You grab anything yet?" He's like, "No." Chris grabbed egg. I'm like, "Didn't he already?" <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> That's what it happens with Chris. Like, I wasn't there to hold him back. Yeah. That's what it that was. <laughs> is probably verbatim what Connor said at least once a day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he said Corey should yeah. be here to hold you. No, back. he was just like, I should have been there to stop him, <laughs> and I'd come back. And like there'd be customers, and I'd come back and be like, I made bad life choices. And Connor's just like, No, bad. I was, t- I was bad. talking to Scotty. I think it was either after our podcast that we were doing, and he was just like, Yeah, Chris said he had like fifteen hundred dollars for the weekend, so he was just going ham. So. Um, yeah, it was crazy. Uh, King of Fighters two thousand two, oh, King man. of Fighters ninety eight. <laughs> Uh, Sonic King of Fighters, Sonic Adventure. I was looking for a Japanese copy of this because they were selling the English one for over a hundred dollars, and I said, "You're out of your That's fucking stupid. mind." I don't yes. know why. Um, yeah, and then and I would be I would be skeptical with those games too because Dreamcast are so easy to burn. Like you got to be careful and like make sure you're not getting fake ones. Yep, it's it is what it is, man. I don't know. That's why I don't buy those games off of Mercari. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, I bought Frame Grid, Gride. I don't know. It's from Software. <laughs> I don't know if it's a okay. A fucking it, like it's made by the same people who did fucking Dark Souls. So I was just like, fuck it. Is this a fighting game? There's two life bars. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Frame god. Frame Grid. I yeah. It looks like. It's what a else fight- did you get, Chris? And then Hot Shots <laughs> Golf in Japanese. Yeah, I got I that like those for games. three dollars. Uh, in addition to that, th- I got some shit for free. Um, so we were talking to this publisher who wants to do stuff with Mega Visions. I can't go oh, into boy. any of it further. Um, but there is a publisher out there. They're called, I think, Premium Edition Games. They do hardcover books. So like that 8-bit guy who did the fucking... Um, oh, Easy Way that did the Friday the 13th. There yeah, the Easy, the Easy Way. Way guy. Um, so they're the ones who published that Steve. book. And they made this, which is the Nintendo Entertainment System Compendium. 
uh, no, this is not at the same level as fucking uh, Pat NES Punk's uh, complete. Oh, the NES guy. Like, that's the complete guy. But I do think that this is good for some of the content that's in here because I saw that on their website. Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna. I didn't know what it was about because when I was ordering the Friday the Thirteenth one, I think it was on their website. So it it's it's got a fairly basic style of like. Um, like design layout and shit like that. It's just like, here's the game, here's a small blurb. But what I do appreciate about this is that they go into homebrew games and ROM hacks and shit like that, which I think is really cool. Like I saw Zelda Outlands in here and I saw Metroid, I think it's Rogue Dawn, which were two ROM hacks. That's a good name. It's a good game too. It's fucking dope. And when I saw those, I'm just like, hell yes. Hell yes. And I had to... I'm glad that he uh, he gave this to us because I think that that's really fucking cool. Uh, I also got Pigeon Dev Collection. I don't know. There's a publisher what? out there called Pigeon. Uh, okay. And it's just a box. Now, what's cool about the box, and I don't have it with me. It's in the other room. But instead of it just being like a regular um, like switch case, they put it in an MVS Neo Geo case. So it's like this That's why plastic like <laughs> thing that opens up. It's got a hardcover art book, and it slides into this really nice, high-quality cardboard box. So it's it's that's the reason why I got it. Um, nice. I got a hoodie. <laughs> yeah, I saw one of the Too Many Games hoodie. A lot of their stuff was like Super Nintendo themed for like their pins mm-hmm. and uh, like their hoodie and stuff like that. And I was like, mm, my biggest nah, regret is that I didn't get the shirt that said. Uh, it was Oregon Trail, and it said, Too Many Games 2020 has died. Oh. <laughs> that was a really I good like show. Scotty's. They Scotty might has, like, one on dripping in blood. Site, yes. Yeah. So, so it's been an hour, and I am now done with my weeks and my pickups. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. Now it's Scotty's turn. It's usually how it goes. Uh, yeah, we went to Too Many Games. How about that? Um, I'm still jealous. <laughs> So I only got to be there Saturday and Sunday because uh, of my goddamn job. <clears throat> and what I did was fly instead of drive this year. Um, Fancy. I will never fly again because I need my car there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the convenience for multiple of just reasons. being able to up and go is really nice. Yeah. And I didn't have like my bat. My my suitcase was jam damn packed because I brought that fucking Raptor mask. I brought I brought the standees for the posters <laughs> and stuff. Um, I which hope helped. that they looked at your bag like they looked at it and be like, what the fuck is this guy into? Like- I don't know. <laughs> I probably could. I thought about bringing the chili dog Sanic powder, but I was like, I'm too scared about them asking what this random bag of because du- I wouldn't bring the container because that would be too big to get on the flight. Um, but I would have uh, tried to throw oh, you the didn't powder check in any bag. of your bags, so you just no your hell bags no. On. I'd never fucking do that. No, um, oh, I check bags all the fucking time. Fuck that shit. Nope, 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 nope. That dude with his late. I was getting there at midnight. I didn't want to wait around longer Ooh, for a bag. Yeah, so um, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. That was the earliest I could have gotten there because uh, of connecting flights and whatever bullshit and whatever. So, but you know, pal, pick me up. Um, I will say uh, the Philadelphia airport has its own special rush hour, basically that goes on twenty four seven, where you try to pick people up from their flights and crap. It was just insanity. Um, but so whatever, got there, uh, rolled on in, slept on the couch. Said hi to Cody. You met a friend. 
Yeah, said hi to Cody and, and Josco, uh, one of the pal's dogs, and woke up in the morning. Um, had a little bit of a late start just due to complications, and then and then I said to pal, I was like, all right, so you got your Dreamcast ready? He's like, oh, I thought you were bringing yours. And I'm like, wow. I was like, how the fuck would I have added that to my suitcase that I already said if I buy anything, I'm going to ship it back to myself. So he's like, ah. That's not logical, yeah. Yeah, he's like, no big deal. We'll swing over to the storage unit. I'm like, cool, I guess. And that's why. So. So already, already I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what's, what do we have? I brought the fishing rods. Like, that's all I thought I needed was the fishing rods. And just in case I brought Soul Calibur and, and my VMU that has all the characters unlocked, you know? Um, so, uh, what up, everybody? But, so, like, we go over to the storage unit, which is cool. Oh, I should point out, like, Powell's place is really nice. He's, they have a bigger house, which they need for their big family, and they've got a barn. They've got... The mega barn is is very close to being done. Um, it's the floor is nice and painted now. He's got some setups that he's working with between the three rooms in there with an arc with a with an arcade cab and a fridge, couch, big TV, uh, chairs. Like he's got his office, so it's it's shaping up to be pretty nice. Um, and the uh, so that was kind of where his head was. He wanted to get that done for this weekend. Cody helped him with that. Cody is a buddy of his who's grown up with Pal. They've been doing the Blood Second Geeks podcast, but Cody is a video production guy. Like he has his company, so he brought all kinds of cameras. Um, I saw his camera set up, and like he's got the one that he's got the fucking legit one. Yeah, he had like we were pretty blessed with our table setup this year um, because we were on the edge of an aisle. Which my first thought was like, oh shit, we're at the edge of an aisle. Nobody's gonna see us unless they like go all the way down. But no, it worked out because we basically set up two more tables like as a comfortable place for Cody's uh equipment and like just our other crap that we didn't have room for behind the booth and stuff so it was kind of nice with that but so like um it was cool to check out the mega barn and see where all this stuff was and and um he was like let's swing over to the storage unit we swung over to the storage unit <clears throat> and I was like okay do you know do you have a he was like it's it's in one of these boxes and I was like all right uh and he was telling me a story of like there is a broken Dreamcast because when I was playing Shenmue with Odin once, he just fucking out of excitement yanked the damn thing out of the entertainment center and like smashed it. Like it fell. He pulled the controller cable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fell that's on the floor I or whatever. No I'd be one son less. So. No, it was fine. <laughs> but like, so we're looking around. I'm like, I found it. And I pull out the Dreamcast. I was like, wait, what game did you say you and Odin played last? He's like, Shenmue. Open the tray. Shenmue's in there. I'm like, cool, found the broken one. Let's keep looking. <laughs> <laughs> and he eventually finds the working Dreamcast, but it didn't have any cables. We had the pound cable with the Jesus. H. I was like, let's bring another HD cable just in case. And I'm like, it's a basic power cable. We're going to have to like buy one there or something. So I texted Chris, I think at one point saying like, you, uh, Connor said you bought a Japanese Dreamcast. Do you have a cable or something? And so, <laughs> all right, cool. So Chris so, saved the day with his purchases. I, I there was that. an amalgamation of people saving the day. And so we, and then we also stopped by Rite Aid to get wipes for my fishing rod controllers because of COVID, you know, good stuff. Right. Uh, sanitizer as well. So meanwhile, Chris and Connor are running the booth and they're probably wondering where the fuck are these guys? We had to make three stops basically before we got there. And wow. so, yeah, but we, we showed That's up. That's right. 
for audio listeners, Connor and Chris stayed at their own place, so they didn't. They were already at the tournament. Yeah, at, and uh, like I was supposed to go back with with uh, Powell, and I'm just like, mm, nah, nah. I'm gonna go back <laughs> to the hotel, and I'm glad I did because. Connor gets scared if he sleeps alone, so I gotta go hang out with him. <laughs> no, it wasn't exactly it, but it was, it was just like, you know, Connor got us the hotel room, opened it up to me. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm gonna go hang out with Connor, and it'd be dirty to just leave. Yeah, and then Connor we, was the hero. He Connor was. was the MVP this weekend. He was. I do want to give special shout out to him. Connor uh, fucking ran he, the booth. Yeah, he was slinging magazines left and right. Um, he was telling people about her <laughs> stuff because he. Um, I don't know what it is, but all of us for being nerds and some of us being intricates, we just get into that mode of running a booth and we have no trouble talking to people. But Connor mm-hmm. was in and out, showing people pole caliber, uh, plugging the, the magazine, the posters and everything. So he really did go above and beyond. And we're about to get into another moment where he went above and beyond. Because um, we show up at the convention. I'm like, booth's looking good. Hi, Connor. Hi, Chris. Let's bring out the TV. Bring out the monitor. Boom. Set down that Dreamcast. Boom. All right. Plug in the fishing rod controllers. Plug in the controller into the third slot. Get that VMU in there. All right. Everything's set up. Looking good. We bounce it out. Open up my Soul Calibur case. No disc. What? And so I'm like, hey, guys. You guys are fucking up. (laughs) Hey, guys. My game is in my Dreamcast back home since we just did a pole caliber thing at a booth last weekend. Oh, my God. So I was like, Chris, pow, we got to go buy a Soul Calibur right now. And he's just like, fucking Connor, here, go. He hands Connor money, and we send Connor up to go find Soul Calibur somewhere he's on like the floor. He's just like running away with it? He just <laughs> yeah, fucking pretty much. books it. Yeah. And then and then we're still setting up stuff, kind of, and just trying to figure things out. I'm already, I've already got pitters down to the end of my short sleeve shirt sleeve, basically. <laughs> and so Connor zips back, and I'm like, all right, how are we looking? And he's like, you tell me. Whips out Soul Calibur. I was like, fucking right. You saved the day. Let's pop this bitch in. Load up the game, freezes at the title screen, doesn't go past the title screen, and I'm just like, I want to kill someone. I bet that booth didn't know you had a Dreamcast there to test that exactly, game. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm trying a couple of different things and like seeing just what's what, and, and, and it was just not like, it was freezing to the, you can tell, you know, like it's not moving. And so I'm like, we, let's ship this bitch back to the booth we found it at. So Connor and I both yep. go back there. And um, we find the guy, and we're like, hey, this isn't working. Uh, we just tested it out. I, I was vomiting all this out because I was immediately in the mindset of, you're going to give us our money back because we got to be on our way to find another game. So I was like, yeah. hey, we uh, we actually have a Dreamcast at our booth. We're trying to set up a tournament and run this thing all weekend. Um, we put it in there. It freezes at the title screen, so we just wanted to get our money back. Unless you have another copy of it. He's like, uh, did you pay cash? Or he said something where I was for a second. I was like, mm-hmm, Connor, hand him money, you know, and, or hand him the game. <laughs> yeah, it was 25 bucks. You know, it's like, all right, cool. See ya. We go to booth, bouncing around booths, trying to find somebody. Nobody has it. And Connor was like, what if we find a Japanese copy for Chris's Japanese console? I'm like, ah. I, I don't want to try that because I don't know if for some reason the controllers, it wouldn't make any sense. But at this point, I'm just like, n- something Fuck else it. will go wrong if we try a completely different yeah, yeah, scenario, yeah. you know? So we find a booth where it's on a corner kind of, and I see in the glass case, the spine of Soul Calibur. And I'm like, hey, how much is Soul Calibur? And he pulls it out. And it had a $50 price tag on it. What? And I'm like, can we do like 35 Or he's like, 
I'll do 40 if you've got cash. I'm like, boom, sold. And I, I told him, I was like, you just saved our weekend because we're trying to run a tournament. We're trying to do this whole thing, and our game just shat the bed. We just found out, and we returned it somewhere yeah. else. So thank you. Do you have, like, a business card or something we can plug you with at, at, as we're doing this thing? And he gave me a card. We go back to the booth. Feeling pretty good. Put it in. Game runs fine. Get to the versus mode. Second player's cursor isn't moving. And I'm like, uh, let's try a different controller. Let's switch things around, different combinations. And I'm like, you know what? Last time we were doing this, we thought one of my fishing rods was bad. So we went and bought another fishing rod controller. And I'm like, controller port two is busted. And I say to Pal, I'm like, I think we need a new Dreamcast now. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> that'll be easier to find at least. And That'll so, be like a hundred dollars at least. Oh, no, yeah, no, I was no, I was no, telling no. him they I was telling him like yeah, I was no, telling I was him like at least, dude, they're gonna be triple digits. So yeah. I wanna go just back to that booth where we just found this game because I saw a Dreamcast, but I don't know what region it was. So we zip uh, uh, and he hands me some cash. I didn't know and, any of this happened. Yeah. He hands me pal hands me some cash. Like we were using like the magazine money and stuff. And go back to this booth and there's a dreamcast on the shelf like like the lid of it is facing like it there wasn't yeah. a price on it anywhere i was like is that an american console because we oh no see that's not even how i approached the booth i walked up to the booth looked the guy in the face and i was like guess what and he didn't see, he didn't <laughs> say anything and i was just like now our dreamcast is broken so is that a u.s model uh and how much are you doing for it because we were thinking like you know 75 or 80 and he it doesn't have any cables he just hands it to me he's like we'll talk about it later just take it now you need it i was like oh wow okay you are suddenly wow. saving our butts in so many different ways we go back works fine everything's fine we do the tournament we have it set up for a while and like okay. the dreamcast is working the ports are working the blah blah explodes. blah no and then and then like and then um we eventually do the tournament, and somebody said, like, how much was the Dreamcast? I was like, oh, I haven't gone back because I, I just don't want to because I feel bad that we just took that Dreamcast from them. And also, we kind of need yeah. this thing the whole weekend, so I don't want to – I want to wait till we're done so that if he screws yeah. us over, we can just be like, we don't need it. We just rented it basically for the weekend, you know? Um, but so all of that was done, and then I did go back uh, Sunday, and – uh, brought some money and I was like, so thank you so much. You saved us again. I told you what was going on. Um, we, but we may as well buy the Dreamcast so we have it. So what's, uh, we were thinking like 75, 80. He's like, uh, 60 bucks is fine. Wow. And I'm like, yes, yes, sir. And, and yeah. then I went back to our booth and, um, I handed Chris Powell a bunch of change that he wasn't expecting because I was like, he did 60 bucks for it. And then anti-Chris is like, where's this booth? I was like, oh, I can take your over to him. And <laughs> so we both book it over there because Chris is like, I'm going to buy something from him. He helped us out. I was like, yeah, I am too now. Um, so Chris buys a fucking Famicom. Uh, and I found... Um, I want one of those. I, I found... Uh, it lead into one of my pickups, but he had uh, NBA Showtime. Which we've played, yeah. we've played for the past couple of years in the marathon, where we play as the Raptor mascots in the game, the Raptor. Yes. Um, the Raptor. Yeah, he had it for twenty bucks, and I was like, uh, I would just grab. I wasn't even gonna haggle with him, and he's like, if you got cash, I'll do ten. 
I was like, I do have cash, sure thing. And like, <laughs> wow. I also handed him our magazine. I handed him a business card, and I was like, dude, we were pimping your booth the whole weekend. Uh, yada yada. You know, thank you so much. So that was like a, a rare, like, shining moment because there are so many booths that couldn't give two shits what we were doing. They wouldn't have yeah. handed any of this crap over. Yeah. Um, no. So that was yeah getting. Finally getting the working Dreamcast, that was like the first hour of my first day at Too Many Games. So Sounds like you guys didn't have any time to just goof off. It was all work. It, I was it fucking was, ready to leave. There was <laughs> there was a there was some time, but it was just a lot of like like to be honest, Too Many Games was good, but yeah. it was scaled down um a lot. The This is that gonna answer one of our questions that we had for the week oh, too. Oh, okay. So, Maybe a little bit. There you go. Uh, the indie section, I want to say there was only like five or six devs that was actually like running booths. That sounds, there. that sounds understanding. The, like, that's the arcade was like almost cut in half, you know? Oh, wow. There was, well, there was there no was tournament section. That entire area was closed this year. Yeah, I mean, like, well, they had, like, half of the room specifically for Smash. Like, the room where they had the big old, the big huge fucking Smash Adelphia, they put that into the arcade room, and they had to share that. Um, I mean... Was Kusanagi there? No, No, he didn't make it. I think he was sick and other stuff, yeah. Gotcha. So, um... Was anyone selling the overlarged cool spot? No. Damn it. No, unfortunately. I've never regretted a purchase I've never made. <laughs> <laughs> so much more than that cool spot. Yeah. Nope. That would have been the logo for my channel for everything. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I would have bought it from 7up. How much oh, you did you want are... for it? I think you wanted like 40 for it. I think it went down the to 50 reason, or something. The only reason I couldn't take it was because I was flying. Right. Yes. That's why I couldn't take it. Right. Yes. Because I was like, I'm not buying a fucking seat ticket for this thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true. Um, um, you guys want new emotes on my page? Guess what? They're all the cool spots still. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, but it was good. I mean, it was good overall. Um, I definitely wish that I had driven partially because... Uh, I hate being late to stuff like that. Um, and I think that was yeah. how my day started stressful was we were already running late. So we weren't there before the congestion got in and then I had to run around and all that other shit. But also it's just the extra space. Like if I had my car, I would have brought other stuff with me. I would have been, I probably, I probably would have had a lot more extra Dreamcast with me or something. Um, yeah. and you're the only man I know that would have one in their car as a backup. Just w- well, dude, no, we had at the Pittsburgh one, like we had my Dreamcast with the Quake sticker, which is a launch model and has survived multiple marathons. But I brought another Dreamcast with me in case something happened, and we just yeah. had it in our bin, you know, at the booth. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, just backups upon backups. I didn't think that, whatever. But um, so. <laughs> I don't feel like I really walked around as much as I wanted to because the whole time now that I now that that incident started my weekend, I felt like I couldn't really be away for too long. Um, but really, I probably could have. I probably could have walked the floor more. I probably could have checked things out more carefully. Um, but it, it was cool to see. Uh, I mean, there were a lot of retro sellers, but it was, there were a lot of artists. There were a lot of. Um, uh, there, the, the, yeah, the indie games were oddly dispersed because there was that normal section, but then I literally didn't realize until like Sunday afternoon that right across from us, sort of behind the booths across from us, was another indie section. I think it was like a local scene only or something, um, because one uh, dude had yeah. played was was 
looking at all our magazine stuff and playing Soul Calibur and whatever, and somehow we got on the topic of, I was telling him about the thing that I wrote in the latest issue about all these Dreamcast indie games, and he said that he was an indie dev, and he's like, yeah, we're right over here with our game that's a, uh, it's a, it's a rhythm game with a puzzle platformer, and I'm like, what? Wow. So what? <laughs> I eventually did try it out. Uh, it's called Mason and Strings, and it is it is pretty cool. It is uh, not. I've never played really anything like it. Um, it's by uh, shit. It's by I got one of their stickers, and because they didn't have like much there, because this is their first game. But it's by oh, in it looks like Adventure Time. Yeah, in the Snow Studios, uh, they do stuff now. Um, but. Definitely check out In the Snow Studios. Uh, they are doing a cool little platformer game that's very different and weird and fun. Um, but I really enjoyed talking to him, so I wanted to find their game, and I didn't see it till like, the last hour of the convention because I couldn't... I They were, like, behind curtains and crap. It was really weird. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, but that was cool to check them out, give them feedback. They were very receptive, uh, and they're a local indie group in in Jersey, so we might we might be able to reach out to them with uh, with Mega Visions so and do some stuff later on. Um, but uh, it uh, playing that game reminded me of like the uh, the old days of hanging out at Behemoth's booth and and like interviewing and talking to them at PAX and stuff because it it felt like the old yeah. XBLA indie days and stuff. Um, but yeah, so that was good, and the. I did not buy a whole lot, and I was happy about that. Um, actually, I guess I could tell the could. tell the chicken incident story first, right? No, you you have. Yeah, to I'd tell like to know what that's incident. about. Yeah, so we were also late the second day um, because <laughs> they were uh, late every single day. Yeah, uh, the bosses, right? <laughs> so I was getting ready Sunday, and I was making sure because I would have uh, after Sunday. Um, yeah, this arrival and departure sucked for me. This is probably also why I was so stressed all weekend because I really had no downtime because I got there midnight Saturday slash Friday and then left. Like we had dinner and Pal was driving me to the airport after too many mm-hmm. games. So, um, yeah, good point, Eddie. But like, so Sunday morning, I say that because I had to pack up and make sure and like do the idiot check and everything because everything because fr- I wasn't coming back to the Pal house. So. I'm packing my backpack, my uh, well, my backpack and my suitcase, and I just hear uh, from the second floor of the house, Nana, no! And so the pals own three dogs, and they also have chickens. They have goats. I fed some goats, um, ah. and I'm sure they'll have other animals soon. But uh, Nana is a Newfoundland dog, big old Kodiak bear, basically. Big old yeah, black dog yeah, of a bear. Big old baby. Yeah. And she's, she, I think she actually, she was the only one of the three that remembered me. But I mean, Josco is a. She wanted some chicken. Yeah. Josco is a, like a 16 year old bulldog. And he just. Uh, fucking Josco. Oh my God. He basically fucking... just farts and sleeps. Dude. <laughs> no, I was sleeping on Powell's couch. And this <laughs> motherfucker would like, first off. <clears throat> growled at me for trying to like lay down then he's just like you're in my spot so now you are my spot and he sits on me ass to my face 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you would ask the mouth lays out like the worst fucking gas. <laughs> yeah. And it's an old man, so I can't just like throw him off of me. I'm just like That sounds like he was asserting dominance is what it sounds yeah. like. And he won. He doesn't no. even know he's doing it probably. No. Um, that that dog has all He's got a loose butthole. <laughs> I have a Joscare story worst. too. I forgot. I forgot because um as I was getting up Saturday morning um, Cody was on, like, they had, they have a sectional thing that, and part of it's a fold-out bed, and Cody was on the fold-out bed part, and he had put it away, but not all the way, so, like, how there's, a, how it's essentially a three-step process of, like, one, to fold it up, two, to lift it up again, and three, to slip it into the couch, mm-hmm. it had only, it was still sitting halfway there, and Josco loves the couch, and he just sits on the couch, Josco is blind and deaf, basically, but he's this muscle of a wow. dog, he's just one muscle, and um, he jumps up onto the couch somehow still. And then I just hear a thud. Bam! So Josco had crawled. <laughs> Josco had walked and landed like where the couch comes out of the or where the bed comes out of the couch. And like there's just the ground then. So he had fallen behind where the bed was supposed to go into. And he was just in oh there. My God. And like the bed, what I had heard was basically Josco almost catapulting himself because he had fallen down. <laughs> flipped the bed up and the bed had just landed right back on the floor of the cow of this couch thing Jesus, and so i'm like fuck. Fat as fuck. so i'm like Josco, buddy what are you doing like he doesn't really know he's down there so i'm like trying to shimmy him and every time i try to grab him he's just like like <laughs> he doesn't want you to touch him so eventually he got like out that. of there yeah and it was just ridiculous so back to my chicken incident story so they have three dogs nana's in newfoundland Joska the bulldog and Max the corgi slash Yorkie. He's a corgi. Um, okay. He's not sure of me yet, but Nana remembered me, so I like Nana and I like all dogs. But I so I just hear from the second floor, Nana, no. And I was like, whoa, what's going on? And Chris is like booking it out the door, and he's like, Nana got one of the chickens. And I'm just like, oh my god, we need oh, to go to the con- shit. we need to go to too many games. What's happening right now in this house? <laughs> and so. Like, there, and he's outside. I'm like, I'm just going to stay in the house. There's nothing I can do, I don't think. No. Nope. And then, then I hear from outside, Nana, no! <laughs> Again! <laughs> Whoa! Nana wants some chicken! Yeah, and so, Chris, uh, and then the front door opens. He, like, basically tosses Nana into the house and slams the door. And I'm just like, oh, Nana, you are, uh, you are a dead dog. Um, yeah, you, you fucked up lady. And, um, so like eventually Chris is just trying to get ready. I go outside and Jamie, his wife is coddling one of the chickens, like holding it. I'm like, is she all right? And she's like, I don't know. They never let us pick them up and hold them like this. So it wasn't dead, but she sat her down and she kind of walked under the hen house and stuff. And she was like, I just hope the other ones aren't going to beat her up or try to kill her since she's weaker now. And in my head, I'm like, oh, it's kind of how nature works. So if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, but I don't know. I haven't heard anything since, but I just, I felt really bad because there's nothing we could do. And we also had to leave. And so. No. When, and yeah. Fuck that chicken. When, uh, <laughs> when Powell, Cody, uh, Jamie and I had breakfast, the, that I want to say Monday morning. Uh, yeah. The chicken did leave the uh, live, uh, so you know. Okay, it's it's it walks around very sheepishly now, very away yeah, from the house. Yeah, because it has trauma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that's its first trauma. It's like, oh, I saw death and I lived. Yeah. So, yeah. I do, and it looked like a big black dog. <laughs> I do remember looking outside when I was in the bathroom. I could see the area where the chickens normally are, and I saw Nana just kind of like running, smiling. This was in the middle of everything, so they definitely had to like catch her at one point and all this shit. Because it had, she grabbed one of the hens, she grabbed one of the chickens, but didn't like like wrestle it around or anything but she was just like she had never interacted with them until this moment really so she just saw like i mean i i assume her instinct kicked in and then she realized oh this is not my toy you know so you don't have to defend the dog we're not gonna say like the dog was a murderer or anything (laughs) i don't i don't know but yeah it's called nature like dogs like chickens so needless to say when we were on the way the second day chris was like you guys coming and i was like yeah uh, there was a chicken incident, but we're on our way. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, excuse me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because he, he, we got there and, and Chris said to Chris, he's like, what happened to 930 or 1030 or something? And I was like, oh, let me tell you a story. <laughs> so Don't worry about a chicken. Yeah. But that was so it was just never a dull moment. Um, oh, I forgot to mention I did enter that Bomberman, that Saturn Bomberman tournament. Um I I was a little bit rushed because it started late and people wanted to go eat and not sit around the convention forever. And I I was aggravated at the start of the tournament. Um, uh-huh. We've all we all of us have experienced do, running tournaments, so we know it's not just sit down. I'll call your name. You play the game. There's more to it than that. No. And I I was uh, like I I love this fucking story. It's man, like it's just like. Nothing against the staff, but you've... And I know just everybody's running everything. Everything and against are, the staff. Uh, it just Everybody's trying to just do their part and probably just got assigned to whatever tournament that was happening. But you have to have someone who at least knows the game that is running this thing. Because I was starting to take control of how it was set up. And, like, we oh. had one... The first round... It was uh, a nine-man battle at first, nine-person battle at first. So on the big, this is Saturn Bomberman, so they have the ten-player thing, like the big screen, little dudes. Um, and we had a round where uh, it was first to three points, and then we would move on to the second, um, second whatever. But so we had a dude win, and he had the first point, and then we had three no draws or three draws in a row because they wow. had it set up. You can set it up, and I didn't even think about this, but you can have it set up where the timer counts down, and then these things fall from the sky to gradually cover the whole field of Bomberman. That's how it is with the new one. Yeah, and if you have it set on draw, then it only fills it into a small space so that you still have uh, the people that can fight. fight. If you have it set on no draw, then the weights come down and cover the screen until there's nothing. So no draw means, yeah, no one will win. Or, I mean, someone will win at the end. Someone has to win. There's no draw. That was not turned on, so we had three draws in a row. So we eventually turned that off, and everybody picked their dudes, and then we all killed each other, or killed ourselves to give that other guy a point to essentially start the tournament over. And I'm just like, oh my fucking god. This is never going to end if we are doing this now. And so... Sounds bad. Yeah, so it was just like, by the time we got to the second round... Uh, most people dipped and there was only enough to like basically do a buy-in and have the third round but at that point it's like it had started at eight and we were already beyond nine o'clock and we were just into this second round of it and so i'm just like i want to win this trophy but i have people waiting for me now and so i just dipped because if you had your own car 
Yeah, that too. Uh, so again, need my own car next time. But I mean, in retrospect, though, it was fine because we had dinner and it was, you know, uh, Chris, Chris, Cody, Connor, and myself hanging out and just catching up on the day and stuff. So that was, I'd say that was worth ending a tournament or backing out of a tournament to just hang out. It's not. You should have stayed for the tournament. <laughs> I mean, I could have won it. I could have totally won yeah. it. Uh, I'm Guaranteed win or hang out with your friends. I'm, not, I'm going with a guaranteed win. Yeah, I'm not even going to be modest because that's my favorite game on my favorite console. So I would have fucked. I've got they're out of frame, but I've got a couple fucking medals back here from other tournaments I've won in that fucking thing. So Scotty's like, I got this. I'm yeah. gonna show these noobs how it's done. Yeah, next so time was maybe next time. Enemy. Time was the true enemy. Yeah, so. I mean, it was good to see Saturn Bomberman doing something other than sitting in a corner. Like people were actually playing it, so that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But all that aside, pickups. Uh, I impressed myself because I practiced self control a little bit, and also. It helps to be collecting for the 32X because when you can't get right up to, like, the booth and, like, the glass cases and stuff, you can pick out... You can see where a 32X game is from that ugly... You can tell because of how bright they are. Yeah, that orange-yellow ugly case. Uh, There was... I I almost bought Metalhead that was going for 20, but it was so badly sun-damaged and still sealed that I was not going to bother. Yeah. Um, So, but I did get... I got the shirt that I'm wearing, which, for audio listeners, it's the first Splatterhouse game uh logo font but it says too many games uh and it's a long sleeve so time for fall long sleeves you skinny motherfucker i guess so (laughs) but um so i was well also it's very rare that i care about the con shirt um like the first too many games i went to i got their shirt because it was in the sonic logo with like well what your guys is the scrubbers logo is it was that but it said too many games and stuff um yeah i got the animal crossing one last year and i'm like okay cool yeah so or two years ago. but i did also i always got to get the pin uh so i got the, the pin's really Super good Nintendo, i really want one of those too many games pin they have these every year so you can grab one next year you know um yeah. and i also got disney extreme skate adventure for the ps2 oh god um, i remember that cover when i worked at a video game store yeah I never sold it's it. fucking hideous right <laughs> the cover yeah, there's terrible. too much happening on it um but it's a skateboarding game uh, Rachel said it's decent, so and it's got a fun soundtrack, I guess, of like pop punky crap, and um, you know Tony Hawk Disney characters. Why not? So give it a shot. And sure. uh, I think that was all I actually bought there. Um, you got an indie game? No, that was me pimping the uh, in the snow studios with their oh okay, the game yeah, that I played there. Sure. Yeah, that was pretty much that. But the shirt, the pin, the dream. I mentioned NBA Showtime already and the PS2 game. Um, so yeah, I didn't buy a whole lot, but I also had to bring stuff back on an airplane. Um, but yep. really, yeah, like Chris said, now you it know was just, my feeling. Yeah, well, it, but like Chris said, there was just it was just ripoff central. Like I was not gonna. I kind of also gave up looking to an extent because prices just were out of control with some stuff um yeah. so it wasn't magfest is gonna be about fine like i i don't ever buy video games at magfest yeah. i always buy like figures and shit mm. so yeah yeah like i didn't even I still that sigma is sitting in my glass case that i got last yeah. time yeah so it wasn't um i didn't feel too beat up that i didn't get much mainly because i just really liked the shirt that i got i, I that stood yeah. out to me so i was happy that i got that um yep and then uh that was too many games uh it was a fucking non-stop it it felt more productive and um very receptive like a lot of people were super receptive to what we were or what we are we were able to show off the new issue 
uh, kind of a test run of it. That issue looks pretty uh, good. Physically and just to get feedback from people and stuff. It's cool to see like our motto on the back now uh, and things like that. But and a picture of yeah. the last two mini games on the back of it too. God, I look so fucking fat. Um, in that you, we can't even see the photo. Shut up. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He yeah, knows. I know. He knows. So it's going to be on both of my copies that I get. Yeah. So. <laughs> but it was really neat to show people this. We did have a dude since the cover is uh, FF remake and FF Seven uh, OG, which I. I once I saw it in person, I was like, oh, all I can think of is uh, don't ever talk to me or my son again with how this cover yeah. looks. <laughs> so, but it's still pretty good. And we had a dude cosplaying as Cloud that uh, held up the magazine for a photo. So that was neat. Dude, you guys met someone dressed up as Eddie from Brutal Legend. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there that's are a lot so of, fucking cool. There are a lot of cool cosplays. We were actually um, Skyro the Dragon, who always hangs out in the uh, Mega Visions Twitch chat and like. He basically comes oh, in there, there to donate bits and talk shit on Pal. So it was good. To, <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was cool to That's meet him. Does. But well, we were talking about cosplay and stuff because he used to do that a lot more too. I finally learned what the relationship was between the two of them. And they used right. to work with each other. Like yeah. uh, oh, fucking okay. Skyro does like public affairs and Powell pretty much taught him everything. So when he retired... He was just like, no, you got to live with my bitch ass for the rest of your life. I <laughs> will come in your follow you and talk all the sh- all the shit. I want all the smoke. The funny thing is, Pal is never on the streets. Yeah. So he's just like, hey, tell Pal he sucked. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. But it was. It, Here's 50 cents. That was, but that was also happening a good bit at Too Many Games is we were meeting people that have checked us out on Twitch or just hung out in the Discord. Um, so it, it was really neat to make connections uh with people we only kind of knew digitally before um i am i am bummed that game tracks didn't come back because i wanted to meet him and i was only there <laughs> saturday and sunday and he just figured ah, i saw mega visions once fuck those guys i'm out of here um he had basically. a he had a he met flight. the important people he had a flight that he had to catch dude yeah so did i he's gonna be at magfest so make sure to see him there yeah uh but it was good overall. It was um, Cody did amazing work filming, and we got some interviews uh, and just talked about Mega Visions in general, and 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 did a lot of uh, cool stuff with that with 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 video that we're gonna hopefully see soon. Um, and I'm excited to see the video. Yeah, yeah it should be fun. We had um, there there were a lot of moments that uh, he I noticed he was capturing. Uh, it was just cool to have because I've kind of been the video dude before, and it was nice to not worry about that. Oh, well, that's what Chris usually is too. But then we never come out with the video, so. right? So <laughs> it was nice to have one dude that was solely doing that, didn't have to run the booth, didn't yeah. have to do all this other shit. He had like a, it looked like PVC pipes, like a fucking. He was in like a jungle gym, is what it looked like. Oh <laughs> no, that's just something. That's a stabilizer, essentially. But yeah. yeah. Um, that's the shit I want to do. That shit's great. Uh, I hope you got a couple grand to spend. Um, I don't. So yeah. So that was too many games, though. Um, I could not call off the Monday, and I got through the first half of my workday on adrenaline. And then when I like when my body stopped and I was on my lunch break, I started to feel like shit because <laughs> the lack of sleep and nonstop talking, like through a mask and yep. over the sounds of the convention, my mm. my throat was shot. And my body was just like, you didn't relax. So Tuesday, I called in sick. Uh, because technically, I was. I felt like crap going into it. But um, 
Yeah. You don't have to persuade us. We know. No, yeah, I just need my body needed a day. Because initially I'd planned on taking off like Friday and then, or I, I wanted to get there Thursday, honestly, but, you know, next time. Um, so, yeah, that was too many games. And Corey and I just talked about Galaxy of Terror recently, so check out the next Static Zone. Everyone should watch that movie. Uh-huh. Is it good or is it shit? You're not going to like it. It's... Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> well, if you... So, I'm not going to talk about the whole podcast, but if you watch a little bit of the history behind it and its importance, then you you appreciate it. Basically, bottom line, if this movie didn't exist, you wouldn't have James Cameron, we wouldn't have all the huge blockbusters that he uh, directed, and we wouldn't probably wouldn't have a good Alien sequel. We wouldn't have a lot of stuff. Yeah, Terminator 2. So, yeah. Terminator, Terminator 2, all that stuff. But there is one scene that's rough, and it didn't need to be that way. Yeah. But it's a good movie. You should go watch it. It's got some goofy-ass deaths, and Robert England steals the show. Okay. Um, it's very good. Did I freeze? Am I back? very good. It was a little janky for You're me back. for a second You're there. You're good. Um, and I finished Marvel's What If. Actually, right before Too Many Games, I finished that. Um... I heard that uh, it's depressing, depressing, but it's really good at the end, uh, and it actually I think is going to tie into the movies. Um, so that's interesting because they also do they do something with the Marvel yeah, zombies. It's don't whatever. They? I was not excited to see that because it's just like zombies. Oh, okay. Do you really need to cash in with zombies in the MCU right now? Like, come on. Um, yeah, I mean, zombies are not. So yes, whatever. <laughs> um, but so like. That episode is kind of... I hated Spider-Man in that episode, and that says a lot because he's my favorite hero, but... Um, favorite superhero, but... Yeah, they just overdid too, so. some stuff. But What If ended up being pretty good, and um, I was telling Rachel, like, I think you need to watch this before we see Spider-Man, and Loki isn't too bad as well, and because mm. she doesn't care about any of these series since um, WandaVision. And I was like, no, Loki's good. And but she and she yeah. was like, I only care about Spider-Man and maybe Doctor Strange. I'm like, yes, that is why we you need to watch What If now. After finishing it, I realize you need to watch those two. Now that you're explaining and after seeing the trailer for the next Spider-Man movie, I understand where this yeah. is going and I need and to watch And it's fun. This. I had to get used to the animation. I wasn't a fan of it at first, but it, it grows on you. Um, and uh, this past Wednesday, I played Curse of Illmore Bay on the Megavision stream. It is an indie Genesis Eventually game. You yeah, did, thanks yes. for all your help, Corey. Uh, Shut I'm, up! I died. All right. Oh my god! <laughs> I have one day out of the month where I literally die, and that was the day yeah. that you needed. A and it wouldn't have mattered if at eight o'clock when we were going to go live, the dev immediately followed us on yeah. Twitch. And then they tweeted to us, like, you guys running late? I'm like, oh, my fucking God. I would have just canceled everything if this hadn't just happened. But TJ saved the day. He helped me out with his IT know-how. Um, yeah. And it's actually a pretty good game. I really dug it. Uh, it's a platforming, um, Halloween-themed thing. I saw uh, lots of, of nods and, and, and references and Easter eggs. To, uh, You're yeah, fighting a sexy uh, witch. Yeah, so. she's a bitch. But um, it was fun because, yeah, also the <laughs> dev was hanging out in the chat, too, and, like, giving me pro tips and also kind of just BSing about their other upcoming game, Ira. It looks like it's going to be pretty solid too uh on the genesis and other stuff um but curse of Ilmore bay is good please check it out um and then today earlier today i started up resident evil 2 remake leon's second half because i hadn't done that yet um so i still have to do the claire story i only ever finished the <clears throat> story mr x comes right the fuck away 
into that thing. He was uh, like 30 minutes into me playing. He shows up on a security camera. I was like, oh, I knew he was in this more than the last scenario, but damn, here we go. Uh, so, yeah, it's, I mean, I, I only <laughs> played a couple hours of it, but I needed to just, I don't really, I haven't really just sat down and played a game recently, so I was starting to do that, right. so that was pretty gotcha. neat. Uh, I did I did check out a little bit of Skatebird, but not enough to really say anything about it yet. Skatebird. we got to get more info yeah. on it before so, we can report. Surprisingly, a lot to talk about, even though I feel All like right. I never do anything. Yeah. I'm going to run through my week real quick because I don't have much to talk about because I was going to play Metroid Dread, but I never got around to it because I suck. Yep. But now after hearing how it is, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play it this week. Uh, another big thing is our Scrubverse YouTube channel hit 100 subscribers. So now we have the custom URL and we also have over 1,000 views on our first two weeks of videos. So nice. That feels pretty good. That's feeling pretty good. So the next the next step is to get to monetate monetization, yeah, which is going to take that's, forever. That's unrealistic. So, <laughs> that's the fight. That's a lie. It's not unrealistic, okay, Scotty. It's that's unfair. The kind of shit that's How's not going to get us there. So much yeah. better. That's a much better word. <laughs> yeah, I will agree with you on that. Uh, but no, I'm very happy with it. We got more. We got more stuff going on. Uh, the final fight series is about to wrap up this week. So you guys will see the new uh, series that uh, uh, Eddie and I actually recorded for last week. So, also, Final Fight was only like a 45-minute recording session. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's why we only got three episodes. But I have made true on my horror movie marathon shit this week. I watched, I only have six movies listed, but technically I watched seven. So, Hallie and I, uh, we watched a movie called Near Dark. Uh, if you guys don't know what it is, it's a movie from 1987 that has Bill Paxton and Lance Hendrickson in it. And basically, it's a different take on a vampire movie where these guys, the, it's very like Westerner. It's Bill Paxton with a Western accent, but it fucking works. And Bill Paxton steals the show in that movie. It's uh, He's very, very good. Uh, I highly recommend it. Very weak third act, I would I would say, but... The main two characters, it's just like very, you're just like, I don't care about these characters. So, uh, we also watched Fright Night that night. We decided to do a vampire double feature, and Fright Night is really good. We didn't watch the remake that had David Tennant and Colin uh, Farrell in it, but we watched the original one that's really good. So, highly recommend those. Uh, a movie I don't recommend is Halloween <laughs> 3. Uh, <laughs> I watched Halloween 3, and at the end of it, Hallie and I just went, what the fuck was yeah. that? So <laughs> it was for people that don't know Halloween three doesn't have Michael Myers in it. Uh, what it, what originally what quick thing is Halloween was originally thought of by Car- John Carpenter as a different story. Every Halloween movie. So the first one was supposed to be about Michael Myers. The second one was supposed to be about something else, but they brought Michael Myers back. And then the third one didn't have Michael Myers in it. And everyone was like, where the fuck is Michael Myers? So it didn't do that well. But the movie is basically about this toy company that wants to make masks that kill children. And you're just like, oh, okay, that's different. But the ending's garbage. So <laughs> I don't recommend that movie. Uh, I also watched Creep Show. It was okay. Creep Show's okay. I'm not, uh, I know, Scotty, I think you guys are fans of Creep Show, aren't you? Uh, have you ever seen, you've, have you never seen Creep Show? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, um, the one with the college, the thing in the crate. Yeah, I told Hallie that was the bit. We liked that one, and we liked the one with Leslie Nielsen, where he uh, 
buried the two oh, ones to their yeah, necks yeah, yeah. on the beach. Mm-hmm. So those are the. Oh but the yeah, other ones I, I kind of fell asleep. Yeah, on, we saw but... that was another one we watched in Row House when they were doing all their spooky stuff in their theater. You know. Oh, I almost forgot. I watched. Uh, I did watch eight movies this week because we went to the theater. A local theater on Tuesday night was playing The Exorcist, the first one. And we decided to go watch it because I'd never seen it in theaters. And it's just a good movie. But uh, the problem is that movie's very, very quiet and very dialogue heavy for the first, like, most of the movie. And there must have been an action movie playing next door to us because it was just constantly like... But it was also the version where it wasn't the good version. It wasn't the original one. But it still wasn't bad. Uh, I watched... uh, We watched Friday the 13th Part 4 which a lot of people say is, like, the best, like, OG Jason movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, I watched it. I really liked it. It's really, really good because uh, I bought – I'm going to get into my pickups. I bought the uh, Friday the 13th collection from Shout Factory. I think it's Scream Factory. Like, that's the that's the thing that it's released under. And it's really, really good. These are, like, 4K and 2K scans of the movies. And it has a bunch of extra stuff and all that. But I will show this off in my pickups because I have a story behind it. And then today we watched Gremlins 2, the new batch. I forgot how much I fucking love that movie. I think I might like it secretly a little bit more than the original Gremlins. Because it's... No. It is literally a Looney Tunes movie from start to finish. Because Joe Dante did not want to make the sequel... But Warner Brothers was like, you're the only one that could make this Gremlins thing work. So we're going to give you full creative control. And he literally makes fun of everything that the first movie did and just makes it like a joke a second. There's one part where one of the characters gets into the elevator and she goes, elevator, sound alarm, because it's supposed to be a like a, a smart elevator. And the the gremlins just go, eh, 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 and it made me laugh so fucking hard. Like, the comedic timing of it was very, very good. But, no, so, and then I rewatched Galaxy of Terror for the podcast. So, I've, I'm staying true. We got a lot more that we're going to watch. And I'm going to go right into my pickups because this is the only pickups that I got. Like I said, I bought this collection. This collection's super, super nice. It's a 16 Blu-ray discs uh, collection that has all the movies and at least 19 four songs on 16 DVDs. Do the do the Who's Line ad. That's here. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but look at this shit. Yeah, this is how it, it showed up: plastic ripped open, like the cardboard Ooh, right here was, is falling yeah, apart, like that. Yeah, it's all separated right there. So since it was ripped open, I'm definitely... So the order says it still hasn't oh, been nice. delivered yet. So I can't right, do a, right. I can't do the refund yet. But since they're <laughs> open, we're watching them. So <laughs> I'm going to tell them, like, hey, it was ripped open. I don't give a shit. My biggest fear is they're going to make me send it back. They're going to give me my money back. But then this isn't going to be on sale anymore mm-hmm. or it's going to be sold right. out. So best case scenario is they give me my money back and they tell me to keep this because even though it's in shitty condition, I'll take it for free. So (laughs) I was not happy. I was very like it came in a box. It was shipped in a box four times bigger than the collection itself. Oh, I thought it was zero padding and like the size of that. The collections box. No, it was in a huge box. So it was just banging around inside that box the entire time. So cool. But that's 
that's basically all I did. I was going to play... Met- I played some uh, ca- uh, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon 2 for Thursday Night Throwdown. Or not Thursday Night Throwdown. Thursday Night Stream is what I did. That game's still good. Uh, it's It's very, very good. And I still have only beaten the first episode. And there's like four episodes in that game. So... Um, that, that's all I did. Didn't you buy Wild so, Zero, or we were we just talking about that? Okay. So I haven't bought it yet. I, I was gonna buy it, but Scotty turned me on to this. Give movie me five minutes, Wild and I'll get Zero. Corey to buy something. And the basically. only thing, dude. Okay, so look, we finished up our podcast, and we were talking about other movies that I wanted to watch, and I want to talk about a zombie movie. Uh, basically, Wild Zero. Wild Zero is a 1999 Japanese comedy horror film directed by Tetsuro Takuichi. Which I probably butchered probably. the name. It stars it stars an actor that I can't say their name right as Ace, a fan of the Japanese rock power trio Guitar Wolf. After assisting the group, the band's eponymous vocalist makes Ace his blood brother and gives him a whistle to blow during times of trouble. A punk band made a zombie movie, and it's we literally. Yeah. I remembered <laughs> now after we had talked that this was one of Row House's uh, midnight showings, and like. They have all these ones that, you know, they fit these themes and whatever. But then during all, every week they have something that's on at midnight. It's only going to be on that one showing only. Uh, it's definitely just something the staff picked that mm-hmm. it's a 50-50 shot. Anyone will give a shit. And we're like, let's go check this thing out. And it was the one of the dumbest, best zombie movies I've ever seen. Uh, ama- they almost got the, <laughs> they were trying to get the band to actually show up and like talk before the, the screening of it or whatever too. But yeah, but it's it's a fun, tour. stupid. Yeah, it's great. The, there's the only way I could see. You can't watch it. It's not streaming on anything. You could probably find it on Maybe. YouTube, like a bootleg copy. But the only thing I can see is like a eighteen dollar copy DVD yeah. copy on uh, Amazon. So I might be buying it and watching it. Now, if I buy it and it's not good, then I just spent twenty send it to me. I don't piece, care. A piece of a turd. Yeah, so, send it to you. All right, we're gonna take a quick break because we've been going for two fucking hours. And uh, we're going to hit news real quick, and then we'll be right back with questions. So we'll see you all in a bit. Yo, I believe we're back. We're back. Everyone can hear us. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. The other thing that we were going to talk about for news was Animal Oh, it's a first-person shooter now. Direct. Uh <laughs> that would be that would be awesome. Yo, someone needs to. Then make you a just mod. get Doom guy in there with Isabel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I apologize for anyone that listens to this and really likes Animal Crossing, but we can't do this direct justice because we're not really big into Animal Crossing. So I don't know if we're going to be really excited about a lot of this stuff. Looks like a bunch of extra shits coming in. You can partition walls now, and there's a lot more like designs that you can customize your characters with and new characters people already on twitter are like i don't know who this character is but i would die and kill everybody for them so (laughs) but the main thing we wanted to talk about was at the end of it because at the end of the direct i want to say this direct was about 23 minutes long and around i think it's like the 20 yeah right right around the 20 minute mark we get basically it's telling us that there's some paid online and the way that's going to work is you can either – I think you can either just pay for the Animal Crossing itself or it's also going to be bundled in with the Switch Online expansion pack, which is going to have everything that the Switch Online stuff currently has with the NES, the Super Nintendo, the online connectivity, the cloud saves, all that stuff. 
plus the N64 games and the Sega Genesis and the Animal Crossing stuff for $50. Dude, that family plan is jumping to fucking 80. Yeah, and that family plan was what, 40? Like fucking 20 or 30. The base thing for the year. Is that what it was? Yeah, it was dirt cheap, dude. The base was 20, yeah. That makes sense. The internet broke as soon as they saw this. They're like, this is fucking bullshit! Nintendo's never ripped us off before (laughs) ever. Here's my three copies of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Someone did the math. Yeah. Someone did the math and they're like, yeah, uh, like two forty a month, $2.40 a month to have access to this shit. Yeah, sure. I spend my money on more stupid shit so Nintendo can have my money. I fucking, along with uh, I, I'm buying getting it. rid of, I, I, you can block words on your Twitter feed from popping up. And on Metroid launch day, I did Metroid because I was tired of seeing everything for a game I didn't care about. And now I have to do the same for N64 because everyone and their goddamn mother is going to complain about it and then buy it anyway and not speak with their wallet like they should. Right. Yep. I'm speaking with my wallet because I want these games to play multiplayer with my friends. And I have a YouTube channel where I need to make content. So (laughs) I have to get it. It's fine. I'm writing it off as a business (laughs) expense. (laughs) All right, Dan Record. Look, it's possible. All right. But uh, what do you guys think about this? Is the price reasonable? Is it too much? I, you know, every other um, like package that like Microsoft and Sony have for their internet service um, is roughly sixty bucks. Um, yes, and they give you free games every single month, but it's just like three games for that month. And then, you know, maybe some discounts on some other shit. Nintendo doesn't have anything like that. They don't give you free games. What they give you is access to an older library. Um, And for, what was it, 20 bucks for a single person? That's good. That's actually great. I think that that is a really good way of, like, opening up and having access to your legacy titles um, at an affordable rate. Um, I do not think that having access to the N64 and the Sega Genesis warrants boosting up that cost to $50. I don't. Well, I think with the Animal Crossing, that's what pumps it up the most, I think. Because the Animal Crossing DLC stuff itself, Mm -hmm. if you just wanted that, is $25. Right. So if you take that into effect... You're only paying an extra five dollars for the do Nintendo that. and the Genesis stuff. Animal, well, we're gonna get the Animal Crossing thing. But. That is true. And, I would much rather pay an extra ten dollars to get that. And that's stuff. what I'm saying. Like, I think that boosting up the cost to like thirty or forty dollars for the the N64 and Genesis is reasonable. Uh, boosting it up to sixty is a little bit egregious, especially since what multiplayer games are popular on the Switch. Uh, Animal Crossing is obviously one of them. You also have Smash, Smash. which has been running off of the Nintendo Wii's mainframe forever. Um, You have Mario Kart 8. You have Tetris 99. That's literally all I play Uh, online. Tetris 99. Yeah, Tetris 99. There's only like Mario Golf. There, there, there is like a relatively healthy number of games to play online, but like none, not n- most people are not playing the third party games. They're playing the Nintendo exclusive games. 
Uh, I just personally don't think that it warrants a $60 price tag. And especially for me, because like my son is starting to play video games. Like he's starting to go online and playing video games. Um, you know, my wife plays Animal Crossing every now and then with her friends. She needs access to the internet to do all that shit. Uh, and a yeah. family plan for 80 bucks. I mean, yeah, it's better than buying two fucking uh, uh, access keys or whatever the fuck it is, subscriptions. But that's still 80 yeah. fucking dollars. And what am I actually getting? You know, I mean, it doesn't matter because we're going to pay it anyway. So like, <laughs> it's at, at the end, it's the it's, principle it's that matters. the whole, you know, bite the bullet, kiss the ring type shit. It, I just I don't I'm not convinced by the total value of it. You know what I mean? A lot of people are saying, too, the total value right now might not be worth it, but they might start. The first thing is Sega Genesis shit has been released. on Right. Everything. That's that's the fucking uh, I already have a fucking. Sega Genesis Mini. Why do I need that? I have it on um, Steam. None of the like, the know? Mini and the Steam games do not have online multiplayer in any way. Uh, this does. That is true. Yes, okay. That is true. Valid. That is true. Same. That's the same with the N64. Yeah, if I had an option to where like I didn't need the, the Animal Crossing and it went from 20 to $30 a year, it's still, I would be fine with that. Also, maybe they're going to give us a lot more stuff with mm-hmm. the N64 to make it worth it. So they're, They've got some games planned, but it's like the same issue that we ran into with the Super Nintendo and NES, where it's whenever Jelly we get a, a drop of games, it is so few and far between that we'll get an update on it. Like, yeah. we don't... Or the games they drop are garbage. Yeah, they are their own worst too. enemy. If the virtual console hadn't existed on the Wii, no one would think this is as bad as it as they do. Yeah, the because the virtual true. console, the virtual is console, yeah. Awesome. I, was, I was talking dope. to Graham of Mega Visions so about this. I was like, do the virtual console? Granted, in my apartment during college, we didn't have a 360 or PS3, but the virtual console, we were so pumped for that that we knew what time of day and day that new shit was dropping because we were on there looking at yeah the splatterhouse was one of the first yeah. games we grabbed on there and played the shit out of yeah. like other stuff um so it's the same with the wii u the wii u started having weekly specials on virtual console it's like i remember getting super metroid for 38 cents mm-hmm. because it was on sale that week and then that was that's where the whole meme from people are saying well, like what the fuck metroid can't crawl so because they knew people were playing that game and they didn't know what the fuck was going on i don't know i'm still gonna buy it 50 bucks for a year i mean i don't i need a reason to stop my psn i don't use my psn network shit for anything really when unless i you know make videos or something like that or we do yeah i I literally own to play rocket league i realized (laughs) thinking about this stuff so um but uh but i was also talking to graham and saying like dude the thing is with all this, this is what I want out of, like, the games I grew up yeah. with. Like, I was saying to him, I was like, imagine if we... Oh, th- that's how it was being brought up. Because we were talking about that Saturn emulator found on that other game on Switch. And we were saying, like, dude, this is what we yeah. want. Like, I just want... Just throw these old games online. Don't make any changes. Just add online multiplayer. Like, Road Rash, I'll play that online. You know, do... And I was... You know, any Saturn game... Yeah throw that online add nothing but multiplayer because that's what they're doing with the the snes and the nes stuff and trading your or sharing your controller um virtually online and all that stuff so like i'm i'm happy to play 
these Genesis games online with people. Um, outside of Parsec, I guess, but yeah. We don't have to go through Parsec. Yeah, I was going to say, we don't have to go through yeah, Parsec so. and all that stuff, so... I get I get the ease the the ease of life there so I don't know like I said I'm gonna I hope that if we're paying more which I highly doubt this because it is Nintendo but if we're paying more for this that the online connectivity will be mm, better yeah, but I'm not know. gonna hold my breath yeah so that's all we got for the news <laughs> you tell us if you're gonna buy it you can email us where Chris where where if they want to tell us some information or ask us a question where join can they go? the fucking discord or email nobody us emails. but yes join the fucking yes. discord <laughs> nobody, nobody emails anymore so do we have, what, what, do we have any questions this week Chris uh yeah we do we got two uh first okay. one from Sailor Corellia was there anything at the con that you wished you would have bought but didn't slash couldn't uh I mean. I said the Virtual Boy and the 3DO were very, very appealing, especially the 3DO because I think it was only going for 160, and that was for the I think the front loader. They had a top loader there too, and I think that was going for 180, but I don't remember. I might have the prices uh, flipped. Yeah. yeah, I didn't look around too hard. I mean, yeah. if I had money to burn, maybe I would have got that Metalhead 32x game. Um, there were some. Mm-hmm. Saturn games here and there. There were some Sega CD games here and there. Nothing specific though, because uh, I just didn't want to support those prices, really. Um, yeah. So there wasn't. Uh, yeah. And I. What's that? And I didn't go, but my regret from two years ago was the big cool spot plushie. So there we Bro, go. I'm looking up that cool spot plushie on eBay. The closest one I could find was like $180. Don't tell me that it was a bad investment, like that it actually went up in value too. That Just fuck <laughs> you, all right? Because first of all, that thing was dirty, and I was going to have to go get that thing that is cleaned true. when I got I'm home. pretty sure there was a cum stain on it. I don't know about that, but the white spots were brown, and I don't like mm. that. So, <laughs> Amen. All right. Uh what else Question we got? two, Zombie Paper asks, I heard that PAX West's turnout was fairly good this year compared to previous years. How is too many games compared to previous years for vendors and attendees turnout? I guess you guys kind of already We did. Uh, I mean, turnout was really strong. Uh, all things considering, there was... I saw a lot of... I watched Sombra's video, and there was a there lot was of people There was a lot of people there. The vendors were a little bit short. Um, I mean, there was a lot of space in the aisles. Oh, one thing that we didn't talk about, like we were right across from um, Gold and Silver uh, appraisals, which is Pawn Stars, and Chumley's fat oh, fucking wow. face was right across from us the entire time. Chumley, Chum- isn't he a Chumley. criminal? I don't think he's a I don't criminal. Know about that. He has apparently he. I don't think he's a criminal. I know they got arrested. He's had some accusations. Who fucking is or... it at this point? Um, there, I guess, I guess he has a video game too. Or something, because he was selling and signing. Yeah, Chumley's Adventure. It's it has a dog. Ray. Okay, I also that was the booth that he was at. Did you go take a dump on there? Uh, No, no, no. no. He wasn't at Wada Games. He was at Gold and Silver Appraisals or whatever the fuck it is. The the pawn shop name. Uh, But Wada Games was in the middle aisle. They were only there for a day. I don't know if they made any money. I wouldn't expect them really to make money there. I thought weren't they just like making face or something? I don't know. Like I didn't, I didn't see anybody like. Maybe they got booed out. Notable. So. I mean, Heritage Auctions was there as well, uh, and they That's left too. Uh, on Saturday as well. So I don't know. It was That's interesting. 
Yeah, they probably didn't get as much traffic as they were hoping, so they just fucking bounced. Um, good. Yeah, but the uh, the panels were pretty light, though. I didn't see a damn thing I cared about. Um, oh yeah. Were there any musical uh, guests? Psycho Stick and um, Rex Viper oh, right. played, but yeah. um, no, there were definitely okay. bands. There were art uh, bands and groups and whatever. But and, and there were panels, but there was not. I, I feel like if anything, there was a shortage of interesting panels this year. So maybe it was harder to get actual guests or more. Guests it was. Out. It was like the usual suspect. Yeah, I mean, it was Cinemasker and so Screen, like... Screenwave Media everywhere, uh, which is because it's their convention essentially. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then besides that, you also had fucking Scott the Wise, which I gave him a magazine. Oh, cool. And Oh, uh, yeah. He's got, like, a lot of shit going on right he, now. Like, he's got, like, a TV show coming He blew up out. as a result of the pandemic, yeah. basically, yeah. I guess. And then uh, also uh, Spawnwave had a panel with the whole Spawnwave That's right, yeah, Spawnwave, yeah. Bullshit. Forgot about Spawnwave. It just dawned on me who Spawnwave was. Mm-hmm. I forgot. They were there... Oh, Adam Korlick um, was there. We ran into him the, the first Punk day. I did not Adam get Korlick. to meet him again because I wasn't there Friday. Uh, he ended up, uh, like, like I guess the us our crew ran into him in line to get into the hall. And then as we were B- as everybody's BSing oh, with okay. him, he ended up calling. We have an interview in the latest issue with Corey Marshall, who did the voice of Shenmue, did yeah. the voice of Shenmue, did the voice of Rio in Shenmue. Um, apparently, Adam Korlick just fucking called him on the phone and was like on a speaker call with him. And he was like, hey, can I get one of those issues since I was in it? And we're like, yeah, we were going to give you one. But yeah. So, oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should, That's pretty we should cool. get, him, yep. get him a panel there or something. Um, so yeah. no, there was no Megavisions yeah. panel this year. So that's why there was nothing. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> it would have just us been us just talking yeah, shit the entire time. Um, would have been so. so not. Uh, I mean, the turnout. It was a lot light. I mean, it was pretty. It was big. It was a good turnout considering everything that's happening in the world. Um, but I felt that the panel was light. I think they didn't have as many guests, but maybe also because it's just post uh, lockdown. Um, so yeah, I mean it's getting bigger. It's only getting bigger, and they did not have as much floor space this year, so that might have been why there was not as much going on overall. But yeah, it's going to get bigger. Magfest, yeah, is probably, be huge. yeah, yes. So come back next time, folks. There we go. That's all we got for questions. Yep. So yes, I'm excited. I didn't get to. I didn't get my con jitters out like so this first cut like when i go to magfest you guys are gonna be like oh we did this like two months ago i'm gonna be like let's fucking go like we're not sleeping we're playing we're, we're doing uh, shit all the time i'm so. driving back so yeah you go have fun with uh, that that's true i ride everywhere yeah. and then i get a plane ride home so <laughs> all right chris what are you doing this week um i'm getting back into the swing of things because like the last week has just been fucking draining um you know, just going back into working on some YouTube shit and getting issue two set up. So sounds good, Scotty. What about you? Yep, uh, we're gonna start planning things out for issue two. Uh, I am speaking of issue one. I'm gonna be streaming on Wednesday, Haunting, starring Poltergeist. Since we talked about that in issue one on the Genesis, uh, what? That is a movie. <laughs> 
Or a movie. I'm sorry. That is a um, game. I don't know why I said a movie. But, uh, but that should be fun. <laughs> My bad. And um, trying to think of what else. Uh, we're starting to, you know, figure out what we're going to do for Extra Life Day for streaming so we can uh, hit our $2,000 go. Oh, I did, we, I, I did swing by the Extra Life booth at Too Many Games. I forgot to mention that. I just kind of popped in there because I was on the way to the Saturn Bomberman tournament. I was like, hey, we did this thing. Look how much we've raised. We're hoping to raise 2000 Can I have a wristband? Cool. See ya. Um. So yeah, they, they were cool. They <laughs> cool were like, "Yeah, you guys are definitely gonna you're gonna you're gonna surpass that." So that's you know, thank you for what you do. And I said, "Thank you for what you do," and it was cool. Um, but that's that's really. I mean, we got the we're gonna be watching Army of Darkness for the next Static Zone podcast. Um, but that episode where we did talk about Galaxy of Terror yep. is gonna be out on Monday. So by the time you hear us talking about this right now, it's already out there. So please follow us on Twitter. At Static Zone Pod is the best place to keep tabs on us. Let us know how that show's going, people. Let us know what you think of it. Um, and I believe that's everything Definitely. going on in my life. I might see a rock show tomorrow night. Might go see Teenage Bottle Rocket. I don't know how I feel on Monday night. Teenage Bottle Rocket sounds great. So. <laughs> well, I'm going to be working on... We got a uh, recording for this week, which we'll talk about after the podcast. Uh, I got some, I've got two recording sessions to edit. So things, all of the things that I have edited has, have been scheduled on YouTube. So I just got to get in there. Uh, I definitely need to edit the stuff for Eddie and I next, since I have that session going and uh, final fights going to be finished this week. Uh, but then we got more Mega Man legends. We got more legend of Dragoon. Chris and I were just talking about, we might start doing some, little one-offs just to throw in here and there just because legend of dragoon is going to take a while mega man legends might take a little bit longer but legend of dragoon also is probably yeah. going up to 30 minute episodes because that is we were like ah we need to keep it 15 for the algorithm but after those first two weeks we were like not a lot happens in these episodes because it takes so long to do shit so <laughs> but yeah we'll do that i'm watching more horror movies uh i will have another update on that next week uh, i'm for sure starting metroid dread this week and i am playing castlevania bloodlines on thursday over on the megavisions channel i've never played bloodlines before i've always heard that it's pretty good so we're gonna see about that all right oh yeah that's all we got eddie eddie will be here next week eddie had to go uh what yeah, was he went dumb. And, went yep. and saw his family. That's what it was. So, something stupid. Some, some dumb family now. Something stupid. So, all right, we're gonna get on out of here. So, uh, we will talk to y'all later. Take care. I see the kingdom in the sky and the kingdom in your heart. You got the key to reach every dream. See, you had it from the start. Strong enough to beat every challenge, good enough to reach every palace. And with the team, you can do anything. I mean, everything within everything. Climbing every mountain, swimming every sea. Nobody can ever take a spot. It was made for you because you got a heart. If you got my back, I got yours. And through everything, we'll break forward. See, it's running through every door. Are you ready for what's in store? They will say that you'll never be feeling you with dark energy. Enemies will eventually turn into a chain of memories. Those memories have a tendency to break every wall. Whether short or tall, that's your destiny. Every step is a path you take to your legacy. Here's the key to your destiny. Open doors like it's sesame. Even those without a heart still has a form of identity. 
Sometimes might be helpless and dark without a doubt. But what's inside will never die, and you gotta try. Protect your kingdom. Protect your kingdom. Protect your kingdom. Protect your kingdom. Friends in different places with many different faces. And the more you meet along the way, it's a team of many graces. Whether big or small, you gotta keep strong. Take down the one that controls them all. Take the fall, no, take my hand, I'll lift you up. I won't give up. Reach the highest mountain. Never let them down. Help along the way. Help you reach the crown. See, these memories include all of us. And these broken pieces, we built the trust, made it strong, made it last, making sure they don't become the past. They will say that you'll never be Filling you with dark energy Enemies will eventually Turn into a chain of memories That power comes from inside you Strong enough to fix anything So anyone that says otherwise Is a nobody destroyed mentally Here's the key to your destiny Open doors like it's sesame Even those without a heart Still has a form of identity Take the chance, live the dream Make a change, still believe Risk it all, go achieve and most of all, protect your kingdom. Protect your kingdom. Protect your kingdom.